Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for Below Grade Level. Let's talk about our crushes and have some fun. Hello and welcome to Below Grade Level, the podcast where we read the books from your childhood and ruin them. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Zaleski. With me as always is Jonathan Eaton. Hello. And Becca Eaton. Hi. And today we have very special guests. They have been on previous episodes before on one of our, uh, on many of our podcasts. Uh, we have Ned Kane and Catacane. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi, guys. I think this is the first time, though, we're on, like, together, though. We've both been on I separately, so. but this is the first time we're here together. It's true. And also, yeah. of note, is that we're all doing this remotely. Ned and, Ned and Kata are at their house. I'm at mine, and John and Becca are at theirs, because we live in uh, the dark times. <laughs> yeah, it's our second official uh, quarantine episode. The first, the last one we did with uh, John Walker was the first time that we ever tried this remote, and it worked very well. And we all need a distraction, so we thought, let's keep this train going and uh, break into some new territory. Who wants to introduce the book that we're about to read? I don't know a lot about it, so <laughs> other than the title. Um. Well, we've talked about it before of doing something like this. Uh, so we've been reading a bunch of Goosebumps. We read uh, Fear Street. We read A Babysitter's Club. We just finished reading Animorphs, which was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and um, and now we are getting into a different series that we've been talking about and some of our friends have been talking about that they really wanted us to get into. Uh, Sweet Valley High. Yeah. Of the Sweet Valley, um, the SVU, <laughs> the Sweet Valley Universe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to continue calling it that. So I definitely read a lot of these books um, in like elementary school and middle school. But I feel like a lot of the details are fuzzy other than yeah. my base like description of it would be that um, Jessica and Elizabeth Wakefield are like beautiful blonde twin sisters who, you know, have like not normal problems but you know as a little kid you're just like yeah i guess that's what high schoolers are like like <laughs> <laughs> oh i can't wait to find out um and and uh the i would say my main like memory is that jessica is kind of like the cool one like they're both very popular but like jessica's like okay. into fashion and cool and it's just like the like Miss Thing one and Elizabeth's more uh, book smart, brainy, likes to do, uh, you know, stuff like that. That's like my vague memory that I haven't touched these books in like probably like 20, 25 years. So, <laughs> is there an author's name attached to this series? I think there's oh, a yeah. couple. Francine, Francine Pascal. Yes. Yeah. What's Francine so up was... to now? <laughs> I'm not quite sure. I was just looking this up on Wikipedia, and apparently, uh, which is not surprising anymore, I guess, is just what they did, but there were a bunch of ghost writers. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah. basically, the author is always listed as Francine yeah. Pascal. That's oh, just, just like with uh, Animorphs. Yeah. Animorphs, yeah, yeah. exactly. We, we, we kind of discovered that with Animorphs. We we're like, this this person fucking wrote all these books. So Francine doesn't exist. It's just everybody is underneath that name, or Francine she's, exists she's, and she's there's a... just other people. <laughs> she's a real person, so I guess she kicked it off. I don't know how much of it she wrote herself. Yeah, so she's flesh and bone. She can be killed. <laughs> If it works the way Animorphs did, uh, the main writer whose name's on the books would just write outlines, and then ghostwriters would like come probably in wrote the first couple books, write the actual book. But like the main yeah. writer actually does write uh, the outlines for every single book. And there so were many. Just... I feel like that's why I kept coming back to this series at the library because it was just like, man, there's so many to choose from. I, I can't imagine yeah. that being the idea person for this or Animorphs is that difficult. <laughs> especially, uh, I feel like especially Animorphs, you're just like, uh, they this this episode they turn into a fucking iguana. Who cares? Like, uh, <laughs> now they're, I, uh, they're a pack of mosquitoes. I can't imagine uh, being so successful a writer to where you don't actually have to write your write books. the books. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tom Clancy. Got I was gonna, That's exactly what I was about to say. The Tom Clancy dream <laughs> to become an insane person in Calvert County with a tank in your front yard. Ned, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Ned grew up in Calvert County, so he was familiar with Clancy. I walked past Tom Clancy going into a uh, suit shop one time when I was getting a a suit for my brother's wedding. He was his daughter was getting married, and we walked past him. He was dressed exactly the same as he was. On the back cover of every fucking book, oh like God. the hat and like the did green he, jacket. Did That's he have just... a copy of like Jane's airplane, you know, tactics <laughs> under his arm? He's like, oh, I'm going out on the town. Better be recognizable. He had a pen in his hand. He was like, I gotta go write this down. So I would never in a million years be able to pick Tom Clancy out of a lineup. <laughs> but you walk past Tom Clancy in a doorway, you recognize him. You're in a shop with Cal Ripken Jr. for how long? And you have no fucking clue it's him. Like a half hour. And also, in my defense, I didn't recognize Tom Clancy. I think whoever I was with, uh, most likely like my mom, someone was just like, that was Tom Clancy. And I was in eighth grade and I was like, it was. Which is not <laughs> To be fair, I served uh, coffee to George Clooney. Had no idea it was him, but he was also overweight and, a, and he had a beard. Was that the Sir- yeah, but... Siriana days or something? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, uh, to be on, fair, Cal Ripken Jr. Yeah, literally looks Marsh. like every PE teacher you've ever met. Like, <laughs> like, there's nothing distinguishable about him. He really just looks like a guy. Back in, in the day defense, when... Yeah, Cal uh, Ripken, I was like, he looks familiar. That was what I thought. So back in the day when my, just makes me mad. Back in the day when my brother uh, drilled wells for some reason, uh, he went and drilled a well at Cal Ripken's old house, and it turned out Will Smith bought it, and Will Smith was there. And my brother said to him, "I thought Cal Ripken owned this house," and he just goes, "Well, I own it now." <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, man, that's okay. like a, you know what? That's on my bucket list to say to somebody. Have them be like, oh, I thought, I thought, you know, Jimmy John owned this. And I'd be like, well, I own it now. Like, I own this Jimmy John. I Jones. own this Jimmy John. <laughs> I thought Mr. John owned this place. Well, I own it now. Well. All right. So, drop, like, drop uh, a sandwich. We need to give the people what they want. They're here to hear us yes. read shitty children's novels. Okay, so, so just quickly start? before we start, yeah, so me and Kata have 
almost verbatim the exact same memories of yes. what this series even is because yes. John asked me before we started what I remembered from it and that was literally she it. She said the exact same Twins, thing. Twins, blonde, one's a nerd, one is popular fashion. Yeah. Yes. That's about it. Yeah. Um, do, did any of you guys ever read this? Is this just a book series no guys ever read? I did not. No. no. I read every single one. <laughs> right. I'm a I'm a sweet valley nut. That's what they're called. And you know when you, when you get into them, it's called busting a nut. And you're just like, oh you know. that's what all the teenage boys. That's do. what all the teenage boys did. You read sweet. <laughs> that's what they yeah, were talking you just, about. You just worked yourself into that corner. <laughs> uh, no, no. I feel like that. That I've seen the covers of this like you know like you would go through the bookstore and you'd see like yeah morphs next to sweet valley high next to nancy drew next to oh and the thing i was going to ask about sweet valley was it a tv show or yes. just oh it was a tv show too yes okay here's another question i have unrelated but it'll make sense in a second was degrassi a book or a tv show no tv, TV show. show if it's TV if there's show. only a tv show uh, it's Canadian. definitely yes yeah uh, and like i so like half a show so half a show? What? What? Well, because it's Canadian. It's America's hat. Oh, uh, okay. Jesus oh, okay, okay. But yes, it's definitely a TV show. Um, and if there are books, it's probably books like based on the show. Based on the show. So I feel like I always, for some reason in my brain, I always got Sweet Valley and Degrassi mixed up. I always thought that they were one of like the same thing. They're both about high schoolers. Basically yeah. the same concept of like high teen drama but mm -hmm. sweet valley's whole deal is that oh it's blonde twins what are these blonde twins gonna get up to uh this one's a nerd this one's cool and like oh hijinks ensue <laughs> let's throw the world at them uh okay so let's yeah let's jump right in and see what is up with i already forgot their names oh jessica and elizabeth it's right there on the first page <laughs> thank god sweet valley high number one Double Love, which is a great name. I can't wait to find out why this book is called Double Love. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a hint and say it might be something to do with tennis. So, oh, oh, wait, really? I didn't even think tennis. <laughs> the sexiest of sports. Me and are just like, oh. <laughs> All right, chapter one. Oh, Lizzie, do you believe how absolutely horrendous I look today? Jessica Wakefield groaned as she stepped in front of her sister Elizabeth and stared at herself in the bedroom mirror. I'm so gross. Just look at me. Everything is totally wrong. <laughs> to begin with, comma, I'm disgustingly fat. <laughs> with that, she spun around to show off a stunning figure without an extra ounce of visible anywhere. Ounce visible anywhere. She moaned again, this time holding out one perfectly shaped bronze leg. Ooh, I'm turned on. Isn't that the grossest? I swear I must have the skinniest legs in America and the bumpiest knees. What Wait, am I... she's fat and skinny? Yeah. She's not She's not fat at all. Hey, well, hey I know, I bumpy got that. knees is she a serious condition. Fat. Oh, she's fat, but she's got skinny legs. Okay. She's got chicken legs, but like a big gut. Okay. Uh, I swear I must have the skinniest legs in America and the bumpiest knees. There's like 10 bumps on these knees. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> okay. Becca's going to spit her drink out. 
It just, it rhymed in a way. (laughs) That should be an actual children's book. Uh, Count the bumps on these knees. Oh, God. What am I going to do? How can I possibly go to school looking like this today? Today of all days. Jessica stared at herself in the full-length mirror and saw a picture of utter heartbreak and despair. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But what was actually reflected in the glass was almost the most, was about the most adorable, most dazzling 16-year-old girl imaginable. Yet there was no stopping Jessica Wakefield when she was in this mood. Right, fellas? Mm -hmm. Why couldn't I at least have had an oval face? It looks like someone stuck a pumpkin on top of my neck. (laughs) And this hair, a dull yellow mess of split ends. I hate it. Jesus Christ. Christ. It's a, can't it's wait a great message. If you don't like Jessica, you will continue to not like Jessica. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing I never change. liked her. <laughs> oh, shit. She is coming in hot. Yes. <laughs> in a gesture of absolute hopelessness, she ran her hand under her silky blonde hair, flipped it up, and watched as it drifted lightly back to her shoulders. Only thing duller on my eyes. Look at that color, Liz. She poked her face an inch from her sister's nose and fluttered her long eyelashes over almond-shaped eyes, the blue-green of the Caribbean. What? They're so blah. (laughs) The blue-green of the Caribbean? (laughs) Without waiting for Elizabeth's response, Jessica reached (laughs) reached again into her bag of sorrows. (laughs) (laughs) It's her plus one bag of sorrows. Plus one bag of sorrows. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there could be a telethon just for all the things that are wrong with me. I can't even look at myself another minute. And with that, she threw herself face down on her sister's freshly made bed. Thanks a million, Elizabeth said in mock anger. I wasn't talking about you, came Jessica's pillow-muffled voice. Oh no, all you said was you're the grossest looking person in all of Sweet Valley. Your figure's terrible, your legs are chopsticks, your knees are bony, and on top of that, your face is all wrong. Right? Right. Your and face is all I wrong. I just happen to be your identical twin sister. So what does that make me, Miss America? Oh, Elizabeth asked, deciding to take a good look in the mirror. If Jessica were such a hopeless case, she might be in trouble too. But the image she saw reflected in the mirror was hardly cause for alarm. Both girls had the same shoulder. Come on, we already went through this. Shoulder length. You have to understand that they are gorgeous. (laughs) They are so blonde. Their eyes are so blue green. They are so fucking hot, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) These are some hot blonde twins. Two hot 16-year-old twins. Sparkling blue-green eyes, the same perfect skin, even the tiny dimple in Elizabeth's left cheek was duplicated (laughs) in her younger sister's. Younger by four minutes. Both girls were five feet six on the button and generously blessed with the spectacular all-American good looks. Both wore exactly the same size clothes, but they refused to dress alike, except for the exquisite identical lavaliers they wore on gold chains around their necks. The lavaliers Mikes. had been presents from their parents <laughs> on their 16th birthday. So, like, Broaches? what are lavaliers? I'm guessing a brooch. I think like, it's like a charm. But... It's a wireless microphone you wear for <laughs> yeah, yeah, a wireless yeah. mic, yeah. All I know it is uh, as a microphone. Like, why wouldn't you just call it a brooch? Because it's a microphone. She's wearing a microphone. <laughs> they literally, they mic'd their kids. You weren't there at the they... time, man. This is the 90s at Sweet Valley. Everybody wore microphones. 
Yeah, their parents. They were, were like, always being recorded. Here's, yeah. Here's so the it's family just like kind of like a, a drop necklace. It's like a necklace with like a dangly thing, like with charm. Yeah. Oh. Just call oh. it a necklace. What? Really? Right. It's just like a dangly. Oh. Thingy. Does it, you know what though? It's a microphone. <laughs> so uh, they were always being recorded. Their parents were helicopter tracking, parents. Tracking <laughs> They hovered around them constantly, making sure that they were okay and perfect. Gross. The only way you could tell them apart was by the tiny beauty mark on Elizabeth's right shoulder. Their friends might notice that Elizabeth wore a watch, and that Jessica did not, as if that was important. Careless. Time was never a problem for Jessica. She always felt that things didn't really start until she got there. And if she was late, let them wait. Otherwise, there was virtually no way to distinguish between the beautiful Wakefield twins, but beneath the skin, there was a world of difference. A wicked gleam of mischief lurked in the aquamarine, uh, no, I'll say that again, aquamarine depths of Jessica's eyes, while Elizabeth's reflected only sincerity. When the phone in the hallway shrilled, Jessica leaped to answer it, assuming, of course, that it was for her. Jessica, Liz, a boy's voice asked. <laughs> a boy's Jessica, voice. of course, and who's this? She demanded. Oh, hi, Jessica. This is Todd. Todd Wilkins. What an asshole. Is Liz home? <laughs> Todd Wilkins. <clears throat> he wanted her sister. He wanted her sister. <laughs> oh, gross. Jessica's eyes narrowed dangerously. One of the cutest boys at Sweet Valley High. And he was calling to talk to Elizabeth. Todd Wilkins was currently the basketball team's hottest star. And Jessica had been admiring him for some time now as she practiced her cheers in the gym alongside him. The idea that he would prefer Jessica to her (laughs) infuriated Jessica. (laughs) Though she was extra careful to conceal this from him. Todd, she purred. <laughs> I should have known it was you from just your voice. I'm so glad you called. You know, I've been meaning to tell you. That was an absolutely fantastic drive shot you made during practice today. I was really impressed. <laughs> Gee, Jessica. Thanks. All just the same. She could almost hear Todd blushing. I didn't know you were watching. I always watch to make it a point to watch the best players. <laughs> And the best looking player, she added silently. You know, you could probably play professionally one of these days if you really wanted to, Todd. Jessica heaped on the flattery, hoping to distract from the real purpose of this call. His call. But Todd hadn't forgotten. It's really nice of you to say so, but it's probably too soon to tell. He paused. Listen, Jessica. It's been nice talking to you. But is Liz around? Jessica frowned. I think she's in the shower. I could wait, Todd said hopefully. Oh, you wouldn't want to do that. Liz stays in the shower practically forever. Maybe I could try calling back in a few minutes. His disappointment was evident. You could, but she probably won't be here. We've got to run, or we'll be late for school. This is the big day. They're announcing the Pi Beta Pledges. What? In high school? It might be an honor society. Yeah, probably. Um, 
We're just gonna switch gears with voices <laughs> real quick. Um, I like that. No, I really. No, I like, want to hear your Batman. I, I really like Jessica's husky voice. <laughs> Todd, I'm so glad you called. <laughs> Sticking with that for now on. Yeah. Liz and I will just die if we don't get in. I'm sure you won't have any trouble," said Todd. "But good luck anyway." <laughs> Jessica experienced a slight twinge of guilt about sidetracking Todd. But she quickly brushed it away, telling herself she really hadn't done any harm. It wasn't as if he were Elizabeth's boyfriend. She probably didn't even know he existed. Jessica couldn't have been more mistaken. Just as she was hanging up, Elizabeth poked her head around the doorway. Who was that? she asked. Oh, just Todd Wilkins, Jessica replied, flashing her sister a brilliant smile to cover up the deception. He called to wish me good luck with Pi Beta today. Wasn't that sweet of him? Elizabeth's heart sank, but she didn't let Jessica see her disappointment. She'd been hoping Todd would call her. The other day, she'd caught him glancing at her in the cafeteria line. She'd turn around, and there he was. Tall, lean, his gorgeous brown eyes looking straight at her. Mm. She had quickly glanced down at her tray, a blush coloring her cheeks. Had Todd realized how much she liked him? He sat near her in Mr. Russo's science class. And though she'd never spoken to him, she'd always been aware of his compelling presence. In the cafeteria, she had cast another glance over her shoulder. As their eyes met again, they both smiled. Elizabeth felt as if she'd been jolted by a thousand watts of electricity. So basically, we're dating. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Elizabeth felt as if she had been electrocuted. He was waiting for her after school that day. As she caught sight of him, leaning against the front railing, his sky-blue shirt open at the throat to reveal a glimpse of tanned, muscular chest. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just say blue or just, like, not mention the shirt at all? I, I feel, like, I feel like for the young girls reading this, they're like, sky blue, open at the top, wow. No, Chris, that's oh, my God. favorite flavor, snowball. That's you my favorite place for it to open. there, okay? <laughs> that could sure could be any color. It could be a maroon. It could be a dirt. Yeah, it brown. could be a navy blue. It could be a royal blue. <laughs> blue it's disgusting. But sky blue, I could sleep on sky blue. <laughs> sky blue, I'll marry sky blue. As she caught sight of him leaning against the front railing, his sky blue shirt open at the throat to reveal a glimpse of tanned, muscular chest. Elizabeth's pulse took off at a gallop. As he caught sight of her, a slow, shy smile spread across his features. He was nervous, too, she realized. Hey, Liz. I uh, I was wondering if, if you had today's chem assignment. I forgot to copy it down. Chemistry assignment? Elizabeth couldn't tear her eyes off that blinding white smile. Uh, sure. I think I have it somewhere. Frantically, she began juggling books, searching for the assignment she'd scribbled hastily onto a sheet of loose leaf paper. Are you always this organized? Todd teased, his coffee-colored eyes dancing. (laughs) Only when it comes to chemistry, she laughed. (laughs) Thinking of the special chemistry between Todd and her and hoping he wouldn't notice how nervous he made her. Wordplay. Wordplay. Wordplay for children. (laughs) Todd plus Elizabeth equals sparks Wait, that's math, sorry She walked away from Todd that day Feeling as if she were floating two feet off the pavement Now, discovering that Todd had preferred Jessica all along 
Elizabeth felt as if she'd been grounded by a 500-pound weight. Not wanting to reveal her true feelings about Todd, she quickly changed the subject. Speaking of Pi Beta, she said, have you decided what you're going to wear today? At noon, the Wakefield twins would find out if they had made Pi Beta Alpha, the positively best sorority at Sweet Valley High. Sororities in high school? The only other frame of reference I have for this is Gilmore Girls, when there's a secret sorority at Chilton. The Puffs. The Puffs. But, yeah, I don't know. I went to public school, so. That meant the snobbiest in Elizabeth's book. Where? squealed Jessica, her thoughts immediately switching from Todd back to the subject of her hideous appearance. I have nothing, absolutely nothing to wear. This sounds like a job for my new tuxedo shirt, Elizabeth offered. She'd thought about wearing it herself, hoping to impress Todd when she saw him, but suddenly it didn't seem to matter. Tux... What is a tuxedo shirt in the like, context I'm of a young like woman the, wearing it? The gag t-shirt, yeah. but I'm sure it's like probably like a nice lady shirt. I feel like that's not Elizabeth's yeah. style. I feel like it's something that like a librarian might wear, like all really buttoned up high. But my mind totally went to like gag tuxedo yeah, shirt. I, I thought <laughs> it was like, like a the goofy shirt that people wear that looks like a tuxedo. <laughs> I'm Googling Nothing it. will help, Jessica moaned. Elizabeth shrugged. Well, it was just a thought. She began collecting the books she'd need for school. But it's a beginning, Jessica said quickly. Could I wear the pants too? I th- I think I've been had. What? I don't know. <laughs> and the little bow tie? This is a tuxedo shirt, guys. It what? looks like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> when I searched for tuxedo shirt women's, it was like... I did not know they made tuxedo t-shirts for women that had... Lots of cleavage. I think it's just like it's literally like a nice dress shirt. Gotcha. On one condition, Elizabeth said, I want the whole outfit back, clean and hanging in my closet by the weekend. On my honor. Elizabeth groaned, I'm doomed. Wait, so is this for real? Jessica is going to wear a tuxedo shirt, I guess tuxedo pants, and a bow tie. For To what? To their Pi Beta Alpha pledge thingy well listen this is again this is what the 90s maybe that's like cool Uh, this is 83 actually 80 this is 83 yeah 83 83? yeah Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. man elizabeth wakefield you're the best jessica headed for elizabeth's closet at least now i won't have to look totally gross on the most important day of my life come on jess elizabeth argued getting into pi beta isn't that big a deal in fact, I'm beginning to wonder if I ever should have let you talk me into pledging. <clears throat> how can you say that? Jessica <laughs> shrieked. You know how important a sorority wait, wait. is. Shriek that more. Oh, uh, you want me to shriek it more? Are you directing me right now? <laughs> more acting. <laughs> more acting. Well, you, she shrieked it. How can you say that? There you go. Better. Jessica shrieked. <laughs> You know how important a sorority is, especially this one. All the top people are in it. You top mean all men. the snootiest. <gasps> it was an echo. It, it was an echo. An echo. Uh, <laughs> it was an echo of the argument they'd had two weeks earlier. <laughs> an echo. <when> Jessica <laughs> had pleaded with her sister to pledge. Eventually, Elizabeth had given in. 
mostly because she and Jessica always did things together, and she didn't want anything as dumb as a sorority to come between them. I would like to interject here. I am a twin, and in high school, there was nothing that we wanted to do together (laughs) because we already had to do everything together. Yeah. And we got along. We liked each other, but I feel like if she wanted to be in a sorority, she never would have begged me. No. No, no, no. I doubt it. Like, at that point, you're just like, I'm kind of ready to move on with my life in a different direction from being sewn to my twin's hip. Yes. That's Jessica had assured Elizabeth that the pledge dares they'd be required to do would be nothing major. Just a lot of silly fun, she insisted. Fun. Their first dare had been to order a pepperoni pizza from Guido's Pizza Palace to be delivered during Mr. Russo's chemistry class. Oh my I'll, god. I'll die, Elizabeth had <laughs> protested. Just the thought of Mr. Russo's reaction petrified her. Bob Russo was the most brilliant brilliant and demanding teacher at Sweet Valley. He was highly temperamental, with a biting sense of humor. You never knew when he would cut you down or stare you into a tiny shrieking smudge for saying something stupid. Every school was terrified of him. High school teacher. And now they were going to have a pizza. He was basically Hitler. And now they were going to have a pizza. It'll be a scream, Jessica had said. It had been a scream, all right. A delivery man wearing stereo headphones and a tomato-stained apron had walked right into the classroom carrying a humongous, steaming, smelly, pepperoni pizza and stood there looking questioningly as mr russo was writing a complicated formula on the blackboard um Smelly? she stole this scene from, from fast time Fast Ridge Mont High. Mont High. i was just thinking the same thing. right down to how intense the teacher might have came out the same year <laughs> yeah yes your pizza the delivery man asked and the class had gone into collective cardiac arrest. <laughs> Somebody snorted, trying to stifle a laugh. Somebody else giggled. Elizabeth's face turned the color of tomato stains on a delivery man's apron. Pardon me? Mr. Russo asked innocently. Oh, pardon me? Mr. Russo asked. <laughs> I liked your first reading better. Yeah. Pardon me? Still occupied with the lesson? That did it. The entire class cracked up and howled with laughter. One double pepperoni pizza for the Elizabeth, the oh, <laughs> the delivery man. <laughs> the delivery man examined his order form. Elizabeth Wakefield. Elizabeth's face was on fire. Everyone looked around at her in disbelief. Elizabeth Wakefield, the level-headed, serious twin, had flipped out. Oh my Only God. Elizabeth knew who had really ordered the pizza and given her name. Well, well, said Mr. Russo. Elizabeth, is this by any chance a science project? More laughter from the kids. <laughs> Elizabeth panicked. What will I say? Shooting a glance at Jessica, she knew instantly that she was on her own. Her twin was more angelic, had the more, wore the more angelic expression of a totally innocent bystander. Uh, yes, sir. Elizabeth stammered, <laughs> groping for a way out. 
Uh, see, we wondered how much the heat of the pizza would lose getting from the pizza parlor to here, and, uh... Even Mr. Russo had to smile. He rummaged through a desk drawer and produced a thermometer. I see, he said. Well, then, let's take the pizza's temperature before it undergoes a chemical chain commonly called digestion. What a great teacher. What a great teacher. (laughs) So they had gotten away with that pledge dare. They had survived the other crazy pranks, too. Second on the list was delivering the singing telegram to Chrome Dome, Mr. (laughs) Cooper, Sweet Valley High's somewhat stuffy principal, who clearly was bald. Finally, (laughs) they grossed out the entire cafeteria by dyeing the mashed potatoes purple. But purple potatoes are a real thing. Yeah, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, they're not like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. And now the big day had arrived. At noon, they would find out if they were in Pi Beta. Elizabeth wasn't too excited about it, but Jessica had the date circled in red on her calendar. It happened to coincide with her periods. <laughs> not, <laughs> not getting into the... Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, nothing could spoil this day for her, except, of course, not getting into the sorority, which wasn't a likely possibility. For Elizabeth, the day was already spoiled. As she thought of Todd's phone call to Jessica, the tight feeling in her chest spread to a pressure behind her eyes. But she was determined not to let Jessica know how she felt about Todd. What was the point? It was obvious which sister Todd preferred. And why not? What girl could possibly compete with the dazzling Jessica Wakefield? But you look the same. I know. I know. Uh, Not on the inside. Gotta do the next next page too. (laughs) I like how these are just like one, two. Like it's like really like Cormac McCarthy. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) One. Elizabeth grabbed the shotgun and left the room and plugged a couple (laughs) holes into the car. No, it's it's right up there with Cormac McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's who. Maybe that was the next page. This is probably Cormac McCarthy's like pen name, like before he was like, like the. Cormac McCarthy was like, you know what I really want to write after the road. Yeah, he wrote this when he was like fifteen. Yeah. He was getting his. He was cutting his teeth on on. Sweet Valley High. He was like, I'm going to write about two hot blondes. I'm going to get done writing Sweet Valley <laughs> two High hot and blonde writing the Blood Meridian. How much do you feel bad for the ghostwriters of these books and, like, Animorphs when it's just like, no, I'm ready to write my first book. And it's like, oh, well, what have you done? And it's like, well, I wrote a bunch of other books with another author's name on the cover. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and assume that these are probably people that, like, write copy for a living and don't really... <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, I don't think they ever wrote their own shit. They're probably just, like, collecting a check. I or wonder if, they... if it's the same set of ghostwriters Ooh. that wrote this and, and Animorphs and probably, like, every and probably other Goosebumps. Goosebumps. I don't know. Maybe R.L. Stein wrote it's all It's probably one of those, like, you know, those, like, torture camps that the Scientologists have out in the desert. They probably are the ones that are, like, churning out these books. Yeah. Just like also, I believe very much that yeah. R.L. Stein wrote every single one of those books because it it's just way too consistent. I was just to... gonna say you don't fake that bad writing. <laughs> it's consistently weird. Not that many different people refer to boxes as cartons. Cartons, it's true. It's very true. All right, Chapter Two. Jessica was already at the breakfast table when Elizabeth sat down. Your father's going to be working late tonight, 
Alice Wakefield told her daughters as she served French toast. What's up, Dad? A merger? A war between two giant conglomerates? <laughs> asked Jessica, bringing a smile to her father's face. <gasps> Ned I don't Wakefield. Remember that. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! Ned Wakefield was always a pushover for his lively daughters. He is a pushover Both? for his one daughter. Just <laughs> one real life that's, daughter. That's true. And son. She does push me over a lot. <laughs> Both and then some, he said. Big doings. I thought that said big dong. I thought it said big dongs too. You gave me I thought it said big doings. Big doings. Big dongs. Big dongs. Big dogs. <laughs> no one says doings. Uh, big dogs. <laughs> there may be serious consequences for the Sweet Valley High football team. The playing field is becoming a battlefield. <laughs> really? What's going on? Elizabeth asked. They sound the same because they're twins. <laughs> 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 oh no oh i'm so excited to do the voice now oh my god look what you've done i really we can't connect no, I know, to that I voice know, i know we can't for two characters for this for, whole two, book. for the two main characters look. uh we're finding it we're finding it <clears throat> really what's going on elizabeth asked as a lawyer on the case i can't tell you I'm just doing Marco's voice from Animorphs. Yeah. Uh, it's too soon and too complicated, her father said. Mariana and I are working on it. Oh, who's this Mariana? I will be late again, though. Isn't that bad enough news for you? Working late with Mariana, my assistant? I'm. There's nothing going on Don't between us. Don't look into it. Just working on the big case. You know, big dogs. I mean doings. Ha ha ha. Okay, mystery man. Jessica laughed. Jessica, her said her mother. Aren't you coming home late too? Don't you have cheerleading practice? Right, I won't be home till at least seven. And Liz, isn't this a late afternoon for you at the Oracle? Uh-huh. Looks like the whole Wakefield clan will be out doing things, Elizabeth said. Therefore, the said the Alice Oracle? Wakefield. I'm guessing. Ever seen the Matrix? Paper? I was just gonna be like the psychic shop. Uh, it's a, I think it's a newspaper. <laughs> okay. Therefore, you can drive the Fiat today, she said. The twins squealed with delight. Only on rare occasions were they allowed to drive to school in the family's second car, the little red spider convertible. Oh, wow, Jessica said, jumping up. Am I going to be... Hold on, sorry. It's so it's awkward sentence structure. Am I going to be hot today in my tuxedo <laughs> shirt driving my Fiat? Look out, Sweet Valley. <laughs> Jessica, her mother interrupted. I'm sorry, honey, but Liz will have to drive. <gasps> what? Jessica's anguished wail filled the entire kitchen of the Wakefield split-level home. Did her anguished wail sound like this? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Certainly. Why is pointing out that it's a split-level home important? We gotta to take you there, man, to transport there. you. 
I know Todd has coffee-colored eyes and a sky-blue shirt. Without knowing that, know. they could be living in a garbage dump. <laughs> Jessica, you know very well that you can't drive for three weeks. You've got you that DUI. That way. <laughs> you're, the, you're the one who had the accident. You're the one who had the accident. You hit that man on the side you of the road. You got that DUI <laughs> pledging this sorority getting drunk. <laughs> Jessica, you're on your third strike, for God's sakes. Just stop. The sorority in your undetermined year of high school. <laughs> That's not fair, Jessica Wine. I'm not going to school to be humiliated like a kindergarten child. Oh, forget it, Mom. Just forget it. I know Liz is your favorite, and I'm just an afterthought. Come on, Jess, let's get going, Elizabeth said patiently. She you know what like you're not going to miss today for the world? You you know what you're not going to miss today for the world? There's what? not even a question mark at the end. You, I don't know. What? You, you know no, you're not going to miss today, for the, today for the world. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot how to read. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, yes. What's Pi Beta Alpha going to do without you? Let's just go or we'll be late for school. Accident. Jessica muttered after they had climbed into the car and were driving through Sweet Valley, the little green jewel of a California town where they lived. Did you know Sweet Valley? We've only said it like 50 times before the fade. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, this sure is a Sweet Valley. <laughs> it was just a tiny dent in the fender. She makes it sound like a six-car pileup on the L.A. freeway. That tiny dent cost $200 to fix. In 1983, that's like $5,000. That's like $800,000. Their dad's a lawyer. Their dad is a lawyer, that's true. (laughs) Wishing her sister would stop complaining and let her enjoy the drive through the valley. As she did very often, Elizabeth thought about how lucky she and Jessica were to live in Sweet Valley. Everything about it was terrific. The gently rolling hills, the quaint downtown area, and the fantastic white sand beach only 15 minutes away. She and Jessica were even luckier now with a new in-ground pool in the backyard. You know, priorities. Yeah, it's fucking spoiled-ass kids. I know. (laughs) Don't you wish we lived up here on the hill like the Patmans and the Fowlers? (laughs) You can't be serious, Jess, Elizabeth admonished, like that's a word people understand that would read these books. It's to grow their vocabulary, Chris. Back off. (laughs) (laughs) But she knew perfectly well that her twin was totally serious about wanting to live on the hill where Sweet Valley's very rich lived in sprawling and posing mansions. Dad does all right, Elizabeth went on. He certainly works hard enough. He's out late practically every night these days. Not like he's cheating With on Mary her mom. <laughs> <laughs> you Lizzie, guys have I've a fucking in-ground pool that. in 1983. Does that seem... <laughs> Hold on. The, the thing I just Sorry. joked about is getting mentioned, maybe. <laughs> oh, no. Lizzie, oh, I've no. been wondering about that. Does that seem funny? What? Dad out every night. And one night I called his office and that new woman lawyer answered. You mean Miss West? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wanted to do that voice so bad, but I didn't know if we were committing <laughs> to that. Like, yes, but you heard what Dad called her this special. morning. Miriana. Well, that's her name, silly. 
said Elizabeth, <laughs> trying to sound more unconcerned than she really was. I thought it was Jessica who had the voice. One of them has it at one time. <laughs> They're twins. They're, They're twins. Have. They use it exchangeably. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's she had wondered jokes. about her father and Mariana too. Well, I don't know, Liz. She sounded pretty seductive on the phone. I was like, is that saying seductive? Oh, it's a break. It's seductive on the phone. Jessica, really? When she answered, she was like... <laughs> Sometimes I think you're wacko. Okay, okay, don't get so shook, Liz. Just Ooh, shook. Shook. That's like a that's like a modern day. It's like a that's a now phrase. This was ahead of its I'm time. I'm shook. Jessica glanced out at the spacious homes and heaved a great sigh. <coughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm not saying I don't like our I like I don't like outhouse. Liz, is that a typo? Yeah, it's a typo. Nailed it. Sweet. It does say, I don't like outhouse, Liz. I don't I'm like not saying I don't outhouse. like outhouses, Liz. I, feel like I, I love shitting outside. Anyway, I'm not saying I don't like outhouse, Liz. <laughs> but having a lot of money like Bruce Patman or Lily Fowler can't be Lila. all bad. Lila, whatever. Lila can't be all bad. And what about Bruce? Goes, what goes with it? Asked Elizabeth. You mean all those cars in service? Come on, servants. Come on, Jess. You know what I'm talking about. This crazy feud. The Patmans want every rock in Sweet Valley to stay exactly where it's been for 40 years. 50 years. Really very quickly. And the Fowlers want to build out everything in sight. Who needs that? Is this like the Hatfields and McCoys of Sweet Valley? <laughs> Jessica changed the subject with her usual abruptness. At the school came into view. Oh, Liz, please stop and let me drive you into the parking lot, she pleaded. Jessica, you heard what Mom said. <laughs> Jessica sank into her seat. You heard what Mom said. She mimicked na nastily. Sometimes I wonder how anybody who's so wimpy can be my sister. <laughs> Elizabeth slid the Fiat into an empty space <laughs> in the student parking lot. Somewhat like like an e-brake slide, like <laughs> Tokyo drifted. She, she drifted to a spot and then yelled, she, "Like a glove." Tokyo drifted into an empty space in the student parking lot. Come on, Jess. What difference does it make? None, of course, Aunt Fanny. Elizabeth sighed. What? She knew that tone all too well. It meant a storm was brewing, one that could turn into Hurricane Jessica. I'm sure you'll be allowed to drive again soon, she said encouragingly. Daddy's Three lawyers got you off. <laughs> After all those DUIs you got. They found fault in the pedestrian you struck. Don't worry about it. Turns out the guy you ran over was a hobo. No one cares. <laughs> But Jessica wasn't listening to a word. She was out of the car in a flash, slamming the door so hard that Elizabeth winced. How did it always turn out this way? She just did what her mother said, and somehow she was always wrong. Even worse, she felt guilty. Just please, Elizabeth said, scrambling out of the car and facing her stormy-eyed twin. Jessica just stood there smoldering, refusing to relent. Look, I'll talk to Mom for you, Elizabeth said. I'll ask her to let you drive tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow? Jessica sneered. You may be a tomorrow person. I 
I'm a today person. (laughs) Don't do me any favors. Jessica wasn't going to let up. She kept turning away, refusing to look at Elizabeth. (laughs) Jessica could hold a grudge the way the Patmans held on to their money. God damn, they're slamming on the Patmans and the... I know. (laughs) Gerald's or whatever the other people's names are. The way the Patmans held on to their... The Patmans. Patmans. (laughs) Held on to their money. Well, that's what I was going to say. His name is Bruce Patman. (laughs) Yes, Patman. Bruce Patman. Yes, we hear it. We all hear it. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Just as Elizabeth was deciding this was a lost cause, she saw Enid Rollins, daughter of Henry, her best friend, coming across the lawn. Waving to her. You're a black flag. Something was cooking with Enid. She had sounded excited when she called Elizabeth the night before and had said she had something vital to tell her. Elizabeth was dying to find out, but Jessica was still pouting. Wait, Jessica was still pouting. Elizabeth was dying to find out. I'm trying to figure out who (laughs) knows who. Okay, Enid is Elizabeth's best friend. Yes. Right, okay. Jess, I have to talk to Enid. How can you be best friends with somebody as blah as Amy Rollins? I don't want to. I don't want you to go over there. Somebody might think it was me talking to her. Valid. It's valid. Enid is a wonderful person. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you like her? Amy is a nerd, and there's something weird about her. Just then, Jessica glanced over her shoulder. Apparently, something she saw swept away her anger in a flash. She threw her arms around Elizabeth and gave her a swift, powerful hug, almost lifting her off the ground. I've decided to forgive you, she announced, beaming. Go on, talk to Enid. I'll see you at noon. Surprised, but not unaccustomed to Jessica's swift changes of mood, her mood swings, Elizabeth hugged her back and ran to catch up with Enid. So what's the big news? Elizabeth asked as she fell in step with her friend. (laughs) Not so loud, Liz! Enid Rollins said, looking around and blushing as though the entire student body were eavesdropping. Elizabeth smiled. Don't be silly. There's nobody near us. When Enid didn't smile back, Elizabeth knew her friend had something serious to discuss. Elizabeth and Enid had become best friends when they had taken a creative writing class together the year before. Enid was a (laughs) terrific... Enid was a terrific I thought person. that was an ad-lib. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't. It was in it the book. It absolutely and... wasn't. Enid was a terrific person, Elizabeth thought, and absolutely not a nerd, no matter what Jessica said. With her shoulder-length brown hair and large green eyes, she was really pretty. And in her quiet way, she was very smart and very funny. Jessica figured anyone who was quiet was dull, but Enid Rollins was anything but dull. There was almost there was something almost mysterious about her, as though she knew things that other people didn't, or had a secret she wanted to keep. Which she just told me she had. They were nearing the school door when Elizabeth saw handsome, spoiled Bruce Patman sliding his black Porsche into a parking spot. Okay, so we've done the Batman voice with the wrong character. Absolutely. <laughs> you really fucking jumped the gun with that Batman voice. We absolutely need to switch the Batman voice to Bruce Patman. 
That's the twist. It was <laughs> <all> <laughs> Enid tugged on her friend's arm. Let's sit for a second, she said. Elizabeth quickly sat down beside her on the grass, eager for the news. Well, Enid blushed even redder than before. Then she smiled so radiantly that for a moment she became a brand new person. Who is he? Elizabeth asked. What? Enid looked shocked. You heard me. Who is he? Enid shook her head in amazement. How can you see into people like that, Liz? You could be a detective or even a mystery writer. Now, spoiler <laughs> alert, they will blush. absolutely be solving mysteries in future books. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Enid knew her secret dream to be a writer. Not just a reporter the way she was in the Oracle, but a serious writer. Someday she wanted to write poems or plays or even novels. She was sharpening her skills, too, right now at the school newspaper. Elizabeth wrote the eyes and ears column for the Oracle, but no one knew who the writer of the column was, and Elizabeth couldn't even tell her best friend about it. Many times she ached to tell Enid or Jessica or somebody, but she didn't. Only Mr. Collins, the faculty advisor for the paper, knew. It was a tradition at Sweet Valley that if the identity of the writer of the Eyes and Ears column was discovered before the end of the term, the students threw that person, fully clothed, into the swimming pool. That's horrible. Jesus! (laughs) Elizabeth Wakefield had no intention of being unmasked. See? So she did do the right voice for her. Unmasked. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. No. Everyone is Batman. It fits now. Now Elizabeth searched Enid's flushed face, wondering if Enid had figured out her big secret. But no, Enid's mind was occupied with something entirely different. Guess who called me? She finally uh, blurted out. Who? Tell me. (laughs) Ronnie Edwards, the new guy in Miss Markey's class. I noticed him looking at me in the cafeteria the other day, Enid said dreamily. But he's so quiet. He never says a word. (laughs) You have to get to know him, Enid explained. Some people need more time to open up, you know. Oh, yes. I know. (laughs) Enid could have been describing herself, Elizabeth thought. It had taken a long time to really get to know Enid, but it was worth it. So, what did he call about? He asked me to the Phil Epsilon dance. <laughs> what? The Phi <laughs> Epsilon dance? Phi Epsilon. It's another, like, probably Phil. fraternity or something. <laughs> Phil Hold Epsilon. on. One last line already. Phil Epsilon. <laughs> and this is my sorority. <laughs> One last line on this page, and I'm going to nail it. Oh, Enid. That's wonderful. <laughs> the dance brought to you by Phil Epsilon Propane. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Isn't it great? I'm so happy, Enid said. Then she asked quietly, Who are you going with? Let him know. <laughs> Don't worry, he'll ask you, Enid said. Who will? You know. That's why Enid Rollins was such a good friend. She knew exactly how to say something without really saying it. 
Uh, Enid uh, was aware of okay. Elizabeth's crush on Todd, but she was too nice to mention him by name when things were not settled yet. Elizabeth was getting ready to dig for more news about Ronnie and Enid when Enid's eyes went wild, and she pulled <laughs> Enid's ba- Elizabeth back. Look out! That maniac! Enid screamed as she, as she and Elizabeth tumbled over on the grass. Elizabeth looked up in confusion, trying to figure out what was happening. She saw a red blur zip past them up the long school driveway. Then a little red car screeched to a rather spectacular stop next to Bruce Patman's black Porsche. Jessica! Elizabeth (laughs) gave a quick look at the parking spot where she had left the Fiat. She didn't see it. Oh, no! she shoved her hand into her pocket to feel the car keys. They were (gasps) gone. And That's she why remembered, she hugged her. She remembered Jessica's goddamn sudden hug. That was <laughs> so she, she got out of the car. That's when she stole the key, the got keys. back in the car. Yeah. Drove it back to school. Uh, yeah. I'll see you at noon, Enid. Elizabeth said angrily. <laughs> I've got to go talk to my darling sister. Okay, but don't tell anybody about. <laughs> Don't worry. (laughs) Yay. Elizabeth marched toward the black Porsche and the red Fiat. There sat tall, handsome, dark-haired Bruce Patman, lounging arrogantly behind the wheel of his flashy sports car. I like that we're calling him Bruce Patman. Yes. Bruce Patman. (laughs) And there stood Jessica, acting as if absolutely nothing had happened. This time, I'm really going to let her have it. (laughs) Elizabeth fumed to herself as she ran toward her sister. She was so angry that she didn't even notice somebody running alongside her. Hey, what's the hurry? It was Todd Wilkins, and he was smiling. Son of a bitch. I was hoping to talk to you. (laughs) Elizabeth was in total shock. There he was, Todd Wilkins. The man of her dreams, the 16-year-old man of her dreams, <laughs> standing two inches away from her. Oh, oh, well, she stammered. <laughs> what about? She could have kicked herself. Why did she turn into a complete idiot the minute Todd was near her? <laughs> Said like an ace reporter, Todd laughed. Right to the point. Lois Lynn had better watch out for you. <laughs> they were both laughing now. Then Todd said, so I was wondering if... Just then the bell rang and students started swarming toward the building. Todd frowned. We'll be late, he muttered. Listen, will you be around after basketball practice? Sure, Elizabeth said, her heart beating faster. I have to stay late at the Oracle. How about under the clock, around 5.15? I'll be there. <laughs> Elizabeth, Elizabeth I mean, watched they're in California, Starry. guys, come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As a spot-on California Todd. Yeah. Elizabeth watched starry-eyed as Todd loped gracefully like a gazelle across the lawn. Suddenly, she remembered Jessica! She whirled around and spotted the black Porsche and the red Fiat, but Jessica was gone. Between classes, the halls of Sweet Valley High resembled the battle scene from Star Wars. What? Just released last week. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> the single battle scene from the one Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> Resemble the battle that, scene from Star Wars. The, the battle scene from Star Wars. Yeah, from Star Wars. Yeah. One more. Guys, I can't do it. I can't, I can't get past it. <laughs> it, can't. it. It wasn't plural then. <laughs> yes, it was. This is 1983. There's at least been New Hope and and Empire and uh, Return and of the Jedi. Looking forward not, to Return of the Not in this parallel the universe. following year, right? 84? This is 83. So this could be either right before or right after Return of the Jedi, but there's at least two. Uh, there's at least two Star Wars movies. Who's the nope? Arthur, this nope. Francine? In this universe, Pascal. there's only been Francine one Pascal. Star Wars. Francine Pascal, you you bitch. <laughs> Between classes, the halls of Sweet Valley High resembled the battle scene from Star Wars, that movie that the kids love, with bodies hurtling in all directions, <laughs> accompanied by collisions and dropped books, lasers and Wookies. <laughs> It was while Elizabeth was picking up hers, her, oh, dropped books. Hers books. It was while Elizabeth was picking up hers books that Jessica raced by wearing a <laughs> smile brighter than the California sunshine in July. God, that sentence really pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's so that wrong. It really it's bothers just, me. Her teeth were yellow. No like wonder people are fucking stupid now. <laughs> It was while like, Elizabeth these are, was picking up books hers. Were like, I understand kids. it, but I don't like it at all. Excuse me, these were the books me and Kat are read as kids. Are you calling and us look at you stupid? <laughs> I have the most sensational news, Liz. Down on her hands and knees, Elizabeth looked up. Why? She wondered. Didn't Jessica ever? <laughs> Why? Why? Why won't Why you die? <laughs> Why won't the Jessica... poisons work? <laughs> <laughs> Why won't I replace you? Why didn't Jessica ever get caught in such ungraceful situations? Because she was Jessica. If a book of hers ever fell down, there was always a handy male eager to pick it up with his stupid penis. <laughs> what news, Jess? You won't believe it. Is it about the dance? You'll say and she darted off, pausing to look back. Lizzie, dear, dig it up off the floor. I would positively die if anyone thought it was me grubbing around like that. Bite your tongue, Elizabeth warned herself. Don't say what you're thinking. Murder's still illegal in California. Didn't add that line. <laughs> oh my god. Like she's hopeful that it won't be soon. <laughs> <laughs> Counting maybe, down the days. Maybe one day the Supreme Court will overturn that one and I can kill my fucking sister. <laughs> she gathered her books and stood up. It wasn't until she was halfway down the hall that she realized she'd been so angry at Jessica's remark that she had forgotten to ask for the car keys. Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth. <laughs> or did Jessica or does Elizabeth have the keys? Wait, who has the fiat? Just, Jessica, Jessica has the keys. <laughs> Jessica has the matter. keys. I want to run Elizabeth. a Sweet Valley High like RPG now. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I will one hundred percent. You lose the locker. You gain the Fiat keys. <laughs> I'm gonna roll for flirting. <laughs> you botched it. You punched yourself in the face. 
At noon, just as the president of Pi Beta Alpha was about to announce the list of new sorority members, Jessica leaned over to Elizabeth and whispered, I think Todd's going to ask me to the Phi Epsilon dance. I'm sorry. The, the Phil, Phil the Epsilon Phil- dance. <laughs> <laughs> the Phil dance Epsilon brought to you by Phil Epsilon Propane. <laughs> Elizabeth felt as if a Phil Epsilon Propane and her. Baby Needs. <laughs> Jessica's so fucked up. I'm sorry. What was that last part? Elizabeth felt as if a balloon had just burst inside her. Tears welled up in her eyes. Jesus. Jessica's a fucking cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth Wakefield, congratulations! Right, or Elizabeth needs to get to the hospital <laughs> yeah. right away. That sounds, sounds like, like coronavirus. Oh my goodness. Elizabeth Wakefield, congratulations, the president shouted. Elizabeth, where are you? Come up here and join your sisters. Heads turned to look at her. Everyone thought she was crying with happiness. Somehow she made herself stand up, but she couldn't make herself look at Jessica. She would never tell Jessica now how she felt about Todd. And she would never, ever stand in Jessica's way. But she couldn't look at her sister just then. Jessica was tugging on her sleeve, trying to stop her as she was about to make her way to the front of the room. What about me? Jessica hissed. Why have they called my name? The president called out, Kara Walker, congratulations! Jessica applauded reluctantly for her friend. Elizabeth stood beside Jessica's seat. She wouldn't go up there and accept membership until Jessica's name was called. After all, the only reason she had decided to pledge Pi Beta was so she and Jessica would be together. Lila Fowler, another friend of Jessica's, was called. Even Edith Rollins got in. That nerd! (laughs) And she'd pledge Pi Beta mainly to keep Elizabeth company. Elizabeth applauded loudly for her best friend. Oh, I fucking hope Jessica doesn't get in. That's... I mean, if they're going in alphabetical order, they would have said her name by now. Yeah. Although, if they're going alphabetical Although, order, why do they start with the W? That's true. It's because they're not going with suspenseful order. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but still, Jessica's name was not called. Could it be that her sister might have been blackballed? What? Which is a Wait, term that no one of the age, that? That yes, when they read this, does. didn't and understand. And in the high school would have blackballed her? Jessica, co-captain of the cheerleaders... Beautiful, popular Jessica. With a pleased smile, the president announced, Last, but absolutely not least, Some like Jessica Wakefield, oh. congratulations. Elizabeth and Jessica ran up to the front of the room. Even though her tears had dried, Elizabeth felt <laughs> as if she remained. were still sobbing on the inside. <laughs> Jessica was ecstatic. There's so much I want to learn about Pi Beta Alpha. She was gushing to one of the senior girls. For instance, how many votes do you need to become president? Jesus Christ. Climb the ladder already. For Elizabeth, the rest of the day was spent playing catch-up. But she never quite did. She was late getting to the newspaper office, late getting the column finished, and late going over it with Mr. Collins, who she may or may not have had an affair with. Didn't it always happen that way when you had someplace special to go, she wondered. Todd was probably waiting for her under the clock right now. What did she want to talk about? What did he want to talk about? Please don't be angry with me for being late. Let me rephrase that. Please don't be angry with me for being late. She prayed silently. If only Todd wanted to ask her to the dance, it would be all right. She would forgive Jessica for everything, 
even for swiping the car keys. Why? That dirty why? bitch. Why? What? Yeah, why? I'm just following the text, man. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I want answers. I'm going to finish this chapter. Uh, Elizabeth ran down the last flight of stairs, tore through the lobby, and rushed toward the big Romanesque clock that was the pride of Sweet Valley High. What? At first she didn't see Todd, but then, as she came outside, there he was, walking across the lawn to their little red spider and climbing in beside Jessica. Elizabeth's heart sank. She stood there, numb with shock, as the convertible backed up and spun merrily down the drive, carrying Jessica and Todd. Jeez. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just yeah, I'm in the the McCarthy zone. Yeah. You have nothing to apologize for. Uh, uh, is anybody home? The call brought Elizabeth to the top of the stairs. Stephen, <laughs> you must be that ugly Wakefield twin I hear so much about. What's the matter? <laughs> no hello for your older and infinitely wise. <laughs> Elizabeth Steven. hurtled down the stairs and into her brother's outstretched arms. Your repulsive face couldn't have shown up. Oh, your repulsive face couldn't have shown up at any better time. She said with her first real laugh of the day. <laughs> Disentangling herself from her sister's hug, Stephen gave her a questioning look. Yeah? What's up? Oh, nothing. She lied hastily. I just have these... Bells when I get totally weird and actually start missing what? you. <laughs> sure you do. <laughs> I'm repulsive, but lovable. So tell me, how many princes do you turn into toads this week? Elizabeth pretended to think for a moment, then held up six fingers and shrugged. Slow week. Seems fewer and fewer princes are passing through Sweet Valley these days. What is happening? But I, I bet you have know. no. But I bet you have no trouble stopping clocks at State U with that state face you. of yours. State U. State U. State U. Oh my fucking god! The University of Phoenix. <laughs> How many hearts are you breaking at University of Phoenix online? <laughs> You know it. When I get through that place, no one will know what time it is. What? Stopping clocks. Okay. Oh, yeah. Stopping um, clocks. He stops clocks with his face. What? Smack. Oh. Sister and brother stood smiling at each other, enjoying the special bond they shared. Nothing creepy about that. Don't like it. Just Don't like this. Don't like it. Sister and brother bonding. It's like that Folgers commercial. Yeah, yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) That Folgers commercial that Folgers had to come out and say that they're not fucking the brother and sister. I have no idea what you're talking about. There's a Folgers commercial where it's a brother and sister and they are 100% fucking. From how long ago? Someone, uh, was it like BuzzFeed or something? Some place reached out to the actors and the people who put the commercial together like recently. Like I feel like I read this article a couple months ago. And they, like, talked to everybody, and they were like, did you all realize this was happening when you filmed this commercial? So, you can read that article. When did it come out? It's, um, 
a year or two ago. It's like a Christmas commercial, but it is like okay. the most incestuous thing you've ever seen. Absolutely. There's a really good video where they I mean, take it all the way and then they like and then they <laughs> insert new actors into it, but they look like the other actors and like their parents come in and are like, "What are you doing?" and they're like, "Nothing, nothing." And it's, like, <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> I suggest you look it up. We'll, it's really good. We'll we'll look up the commercial yeah, after this. Someone yeah. remind everybody, yeah. everybody yeah. listening. That's please your homework Google. assignment. Yeah, everyone, pause this podcast right now and look up the uh, Incest Folgers commercial. (laughs) Oh boy! Welcome back, viewers and readers and listeners. (laughs) Let's get back to this special bond. Elizabeth's blonde beauty came from their mother, while Stephen's dark, good looks made him a younger version of Ned Wakefield. Slightly over six feet tall, with beautiful brown eyes and a slim, athletic build. Stephen had long been a target of crushes from Elizabeth and Jessica's girlfriends, but never Elizabeth and Jessica. Let's just not even go down that (laughs) That road. (laughs) Don't even think about it, guys. The two had started their ugly routine ages ago after spending a totally boring afternoon listening to a distant relative drone on and on about how too, too adorable you children are. Just too, too. I like the thing that the, they had started their ugly routine years ago as a cover for how creepy they were definitely being toward each other. They had invited Jessica to join in their game, but she was never bored when people discussed her beauty. Uh, no. Tell you what, little sister, Stephen said now. I'm starving. Let's make some pizza rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the Totinos? <laughs> If you insist on fixing me something, I promise not to complain about your cooking. Insist? How do you know I don't have ten more important things to do? She couldn't resist the mock hangdog look on her brother's face. Okay, I insist. I insist. Let's go check the fridge for possibilities. While Stephen made himself comfortable at the round kitchen table, Elizabeth checked out the contents of the large... Copper-colored refrigerator. Copper-colored refrigerator in the 80s. These guys, yeah, these guys are loaded. They don't just have a plain plain white refrigerator. Solid copper. Yeah. It is a plain white refrigerator, but it's been stained by cigarette smoke over all the years. <laughs> uh, how are things on the home front these days, he asked. Hey, uh, I lived that uh, cigarette smoke life. And I don't find that funny. I, I apologize. <laughs> I, I find it hilarious. All right, yeah, there you go. Oh, great. Just great. Elizabeth mumbled her back to him. What? Carrying cold cuts, mustard, pickles, and a carton of milk. She came over to the table. Things are okay. The usual, I guess. School, homework, stuff, you know. Should she tell Stephen about Todd? She asked herself. Or about Jessica? Or about Jessica and Todd? Or about Todd and Jessica? (sighs) Hating to link those two (laughs) names even in her mind. No, she decided it wouldn't be fair to put Stephen in the middle. She loved him too much. Stephen doesn't think so. (laughs) It's called projection, Elizabeth. You shouldn't assume what Stephen would think about it. (laughs) Stuff. You might not be much to look at, but I always thought you knew... Wait, what? You might not be much to look at, but I always thought you knew hot to talk. 
Hot. What the fuck? To, I'm gonna guess. Hot to talk. another typo. How to talk? How? Okay. Not I'm, to talk. I'm just gonna. I, you know what? I'm just gonna read it as is. <laughs> <laughs> you might not be much to look at, but I always thought you knew hot to talk, <laughs> Stephen Teast. Maybe that's just one of those cool college phrases he learned. Yeah, hot to I'm talk. Just, I'm just very excited for this next line. Like I'm very excited. <laughs> One more crack out of you, Stephen Wakefield, and I'll fix you a knuckle sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Peace, he said, throwing up his arms in surrender. He grew serious as he watched Elizabeth fix a huge sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that sexual? I don't understand. Uh, Because it is. You know, Lizzie, big brothers are great listeners. She smiled at his concern. Steve. Things are fine. Just fine. Or they will be when I'm dead and I can't think of Todd anymore. What? Really? That's exactly where the teenage girl mind goes. Yes. Like, let me just, like... (laughs) They're fine. And they will be when I'm fucking dead. (laughs) She added to herself, And now if you're through grilling me, big brother... No one says that. No one ever says, like, Big brother, little sister, (laughs) a wink... And now if you're through grilling me, big brother, how about telling me why you're home for the fourth weekend in a row? What's really going on? I thought sophisticated college men spent weekends dating sophisticated college women. Oh my God. <laughs> Instead of their little sisters. <laughs> why are you here? Tell me. Where do the drugs come from? <laughs> oh Well, you know, I uh, like to see the family once in a while. Elizabeth could have sworn he was blushing. Oh, This all seems very incestuous. I don't like any of it. I hate it, Elizabeth thought to herself. (laughs) So do you, Steve. Sure you do, Steve. (laughs) Sure you do. And we're really grateful for the 15 minutes you spend with us every weekend. What I'm absolutely dying to know is where you spend the rest of your time. What? Why? Ba-na-na-na. Also, uh, my my one older sister does call me little brother, but like in a very much demeaning and lordly way. <laughs> like, oh, hello, little brother. And then, uh, like, my immediate response and then she pushes is like, you in the fuck seat. you! <laughs> Fuck you and everything you stand for. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. I see old friends, that kind of thing. Then he laughed. You're getting to be a nosy brat, you know that? Okay, she relented. I'll let you off the hook for now, but I'm not through with you yet. I said it's a mystery here, and you know how I love a mystery. Nosy and weird. (laughs) What a combination, he said, biting into his sandwich. Tell me what's new with Jessica and the folks. Jess is fine. Boy, is she ever, Elizabeth thought. And the folks are too, I guess. You guess, he asked between bites. They're so busy I hardly see them. Mom's always rushing off to meet a client. Her design business is really booming. And Dad, well, he's always out. He's working on a new case. He's working on a case with a new lawyer in the firm, somebody by the name of Mariana West. She used to be married to that big heart specialist, Gareth West. Um, <laughs> heart specialist? 
that big heart specialist Gareth West. Not cardiologist, <laughs> heart specialist. Yeah. I like to think of it as big heart specialist, like, you know, like big and tall stores, but like he only studies like baboon yeah. hearts. Big hearts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and shit, this is a fucking tiny heart. I want nothing to do with this. I don't know. What, what is this? What is this? Made out of Legos? What am I supposed to do here? <laughs> I only do big hearts. Why'd you call me here? (laughs) Dad and a divorcee. Hmm. Stephen lifted one eyebrow. For heaven's sake, Steve, you're as bad as Jessica. She said, and I quote, If I were married, I wouldn't let my husband spend so much time with a good-looking divorcee. Wait, say say Steve lifted one eyebrow again. Steve lifted one eyebrow. (laughs) That was the wrong way. It was the wrong way. I did it wrong. Okay. Say it again. No, I'm not going to. Say it again. Nope. I feel like divorcee <laughs> isn't a term people really use anymore. Divorcee? Like, ooh, a divorcee. A divorcee. How like, scandalous. It sounds like in, instead of divorcee, she means slut. Yeah. And I don't know why. Oh, you mean a harlot? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, someone you who couldn't make her marriage work? Are. Yeah. yeah. You mean a non-Catholic? <laughs> Obviously, it's her fault. What if those Protestants? He mean a Protestant. <laughs> Stephen nearly choked on a sandwich at Elizabeth's perfect imitation of their sister's voice. Her identical sister's voice. <clears throat> Do identical twins have the same voice? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, okay, I, now I know who's talking. Oh. If I knew Jess, she wouldn't let a husband of hers uh, get any farther from her than the length of a two-foot leash, he said. Just then, the back door flew open and Jessica rolled in, smiling as only she could when her day had been a perfect dream. Steve! She squealed, dropping her books on the counter and rushing to hug her brother. I didn't know you were coming this weekend. She stepped back to get a better look at him. You're absolutely too gorgeous. Aren't we lucky, Lizzie? So fucking incestuous, she Ew. asked. I don't she like said, it. aren't we lucky? Aren't we lucky to, have, we lucky such to a have a hot, hot brother? brother? They also we established that this is the fourth weekend in a row that he has visited and they're talking to him like they haven't seen him in years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, we're, uh, I believe everyone reading right now has siblings. Like, have you ever been like, yeah. I'm so lucky I have the handsomest, like, little sister or, like, big brother? Like, no, you're just like, what? Fuck you. So, like, should have been like, do you want to like, fucking play a video game? Have... No, <laughs> neither of us have siblings that are the opposite sex but like i guarantee if i had a sister i would be like you're so pretty thank god you're pretty (laughs) you're so pretty yeah no uh as someone that has sisters it's you say to them like you're fucking hideous get away from me (laughs) yeah i was gonna say i have a sister and a brother and i feel like um like i can think of times like being like talking to my sister being like oh i like your dress oh you look nice like that's great but like my brother like yeah oh we have the handsomest brother in town like no no (laughs) i remember one time me and my my oldest sister we were going to the pool and she had a bathing suit that was white so it just looked like underwear and i just went no (laughs) 
I was like, I, I probably had, I had to have been like eight or something, and I was just like, no. You were still. <laughs> no, we're not going to the pool with you wearing underwear. <laughs> so, uh, to continue, uh, you're absolutely too gorgeous. Aren't we lucky, Lizzie? She asked, turning to flash dazzling white teeth at her unsmiling sister. We probably have the towns, maybe even the state's handsomest brother. What? That repulsive thing? Elizabeth teased. What? This repulsive thing? Stephen added. Hilarious. Why in the world are you two still playing that ridiculous game? You wouldn't think it was funny if you were really gross looking. Jessica said, <laughs> shuddering at the thought. What the fuck? What? She, yeah, oh, hold, I on. Know. I, hold on, hold on. I'm not going to ad-lib this. This is literally what it says. Jessica said, shuddering at the thought of having anything other than an attractive family. What the fuck? Jessica truly is the worst. Yeah, like, Jessica... She's a bad person. I'm firmly on Team Elizabeth. Like... Yeah. Jessica sucks. (laughs) Elizabeth busied herself with cleaning up the table, tuning out I'm on Team Elizabeth, and Elizabeth is fucking her brother. (laughs) That's how firmly (laughs) against Jessica I am. That's how low the bar is. (laughs) She wanted to ask Jessica where she and Todd had driven off to, but she just couldn't. Maybe maybe I'm afraid of the answer, she thought. She felt tears starting to fill her eyes, but she willed herself not to cry. You got this. You got this, Elizabeth. You're a trooper. You're a soldier. After all, she told herself, if Todd preferred Jessica, and that certainly was how it looked, she would not stand in the way. She'd do the decent thing. Die! <laughs> That's what it says! Yeah, yes. It's awesome. I was like, oh, yes. fucking yes. So she'd do the decent thing. Die. Die. Die! Her unhappy thoughts right, were interrupted by Jessica's outrageous cry. Outrage. Outraged cry. God, I am like dyslexic or something. You just had a couple of years. I've had a few years. <laughs> you didn't tell Steve about PBA? I simply don't understand how you could forget to tell him something so vital. Peanut butter and apples. It's yeah. a great snack. <laughs> <laughs> Bless what you. about you. PBI? Stephen asked. We made it, Steve. We made it. Just today at lunch, Lizzie and I were accepted as fully-fledged members of the most terrific sorority on campus. No big deal. <laughs> Elizabeth said... <laughs> No big deal, Elizabeth. How can you say that? How could you even think that? You've got to be 730... Wait. You've got to be 737 kinds of idiots not to be excited about associating with the best girls at Sweet Valley High. Me and my new band, 737 kinds of idiots. (laughs) What's wrong with you? (laughs) I like the sequel to 10,000 Maniacs. It's hard to get excited when your feet hurt, Elizabeth muttered. <laughs> she pregnant? Your feet yeah. hurt? What in the world do your feet have to do with the Pi Beta Alpha? Oh, because she, oh. she took the Fiat she home. home. Yeah. Jessica demanded. My feet always hurt when I have to walk all the way home from school. Elizabeth <laughs> answered in ominous, quiet, <laughs> ominously quiet poise. 
<laughs> Sensing a crisis, Stephen stood and said, Hey, you two lovelies, I hate to eat and run, but I gotta go up in the shower. The twins ignored him. Who wants to join me? me? <laughs> yeah, so gross. The twins ignored him. Their eyes were locked on one another. Look, I'll see you later, Stephen said. So instead of helping at all, he's, he's just gonna like, peace out and well, go take a shower. Well, that's my cue. <laughs> take it easy on the guys this weekend. Broken hearts, not a lot of fun. He sighed. And there was a funny <laughs> smile on his face. Jessica turned suddenly towards Stephen, grateful for an excuse to break away from Elizabeth's angry gaze. Steve, I have the most terrific idea. If you're not busy this weekend, maybe you'd like me to arrange a date for you with Carol Walker, she said hopefully. Carol Walker? You remember Kara, Steve. Long, dark hair, terrific figure, fantastic tennis player. She's one of my best you friends. Can't. She's always thought you were so good looking. Are you trying to date like some high school girls, big brother? Because I can hook you up. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll remember. She's a cute kid, but a little young for me. <laughs> Kara has become very mature, Steve. She's ready to date a college man. No. no. Thanks, Jess. No, no. But college guys aren't men. They're not men. They're dumb children. <laughs> I have plans, he said, trying to edge out of the room. Plans? What kind of plans? Who is she? Jessica shrieked. Who is she? Stephen shrieked, mimicking Jessica. Oh, who is she? Who is she? Stephen shrieked, mimicking Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're coming home every weekend to see somebody, Jessica insisted. Who is she? Somebody from college who lives in town? In the sweet valley that we live in? <laughs> Such a sweet valley. Two nosy sisters are more than I need, Stephen said. And there was an edge of anger in his voice. See ya. He left the room quickly. They heard him go up the stairs and slam a door. Blam! Jessica turned back to Elizabeth, who was brushing non-existent crumbs from the butcher block table. See, they have a butcher block table in their 80s kitchen? Fucking What's rich wrong with bitches. him? Do you know who he's seeing? Elizabeth remained silent. She didn't trust herself to talk to her sister at this point. Jessica fairly exploded. What is going on? Steve won't talk. You won't talk. The air in here is so cold, I can practically see my breath. I might as well be in Siberia. Because it's her who he's seeing. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Elizabeth thought. <laughs> Lizzie, talk to me, please. Jessica coaxed. You're mad at me, but I don't know why. Lizzie, please. Please, Lizzie. Lizzie. Come on, Jessica. Lizzie. <laughs> her eyes sparkled with... Uh, unshed tears. Unshed is a hard word to say. Unshed? Yeah, I'm just like, unshed? I believe it's oh, pronounced unshed. Unshed. Her eye, yeah, I, that's how I was, no, that's how I was reading it. Tears. how I was reading it in my head. I'm like, her eyes sparkled with unshed tears? Unshed weird. tears. It's so weird. Uh, it must be a 1983 thing. 
Elizabeth turned to face Jessica, determined to have it out with her, but she weakened when she looked into her sister's face because it was her face. They were twins. <laughs> Maybe nothing had happened with Jessica and Todd. Maybe it was all innocent. Maybe it was all innocent. Oh no. <laughs> Maybe it was so innocent. I'll say it with a lisp. <laughs> Maybe it's all innocent. She thought. Yes. And, uh, and, it. Oh, oh, and this line. And maybe I'm a world-class marshmallow. Because <laughs> she's so soft. Yeah. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Jess, I really didn't appreciate... I really... I didn't really appreciate having to walk home today. Quick as lightning, Jessica wailed, You didn't! I saw you get into a car with a bunch of kids and zoom off without me. You should have told me you were going to do that. What would have happened if mom saw me driving the car? Do you want me to get in trouble? I think it was sneaky and rotten of you to leave me like that when it was your responsibility to bring me home in the car. What the fuck? Jess, I didn't leave without you. I got held up in the Oracle. <laughs> the Oracle's a Batman thing, too. <laughs> Is it? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, after, after Batgirl got paralyzed, it's, it's, she became it's a, it's a, Yes. Barbara Gordon. It's Barbara Gordon's name is the Oracle. Okay. I got held up in the Oracle and I didn't get out until late. Oh, in that case, I forgive you. And I'm sorry. I suspected you of trying to get me into trouble. I must have been mistaken about you getting into that other car. Gaslighting bitch. You fucking bitch. This fucking lying bitch. Now let's talk about Steve. He's up to something and I think you know what it is. Whoa, Jess, let's back up a bit. Jess, Jess! <laughs> Jessica, her head in the refrigerator, didn't answer. What? Finally, she turned, holding a plastic bag full of green grapes. I was sure we had grapes. Now, about Steve, why are we talking about grapes? She's gaslighting her. It's, it's their brother that they're in love with. The, but grapes? <laughs> grapes. No, Jess, said a determined Elizabeth. Let's talk about what happened after school. I saw you drive off in our car with Todd Wilkins. Please let there be a reasonable explanation, she prayed. Oh, that? I was just helping Todd. Jessica sat at the table, popping grapes into her mouth while Elizabeth's world crumbled around her. Helping him? Helping herself to him was more like it. Helping him get off. <laughs> He had to pick up some decorations for the dance, so I offered him a ride into town. He's so sweet, Liz. I know, I know, Elizabeth moaned inwardly. <laughs> Jess, did he say anything about meeting someone or waiting for someone after school? Jessica rested her chin on one hand and thought for a moment. Putting her other hand behind her back, she crossed her fingers and finally answered, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of effort just to lie. I know. And pretty obvious. You know, you could lie without crossing your fingers. <laughs> She'll learn that lesson one day, I'm sure. When it comes to being unforgettable, I have to be a minus 10, Elizabeth thought with disgust. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> now can we talk about Steve? Jessica said impatiently. What about him? 
I don't believe you, Liz. I really don't. Our only brother is involved in a flaming love affair, and you don't care at all. He's supposed to be ours. <laughs> Steve, flaming love affair? Elizabeth shook her head in, in amazement. Was her sister trying to get off the subject of Todd, or did she know what she was talking about? It's totally obvious yes. to anyone with half a brain that, one, Steve is involved with someone, two, that he hasn't said who it is, and three, that it must be someone we wouldn't like, and I'm going to find out what's going on. Look, Sherlock, Elizabeth snapped. It's not me, it's never been me, and it never will be me. Has it ever occurred to you that, one, it's Steve business, two, it's not our business. And three, you'd better butt out before Steve takes you apart. In a way that you'd what? probably enjoy as much as I would. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, Elizabeth Wakefield. But it's just not in my nature to be cold and selfish when it comes to the happiness of a member of my family. With an expression on her face that would make an angel envious, Jessica picked up her books and sailed out of the room. In a rare display of temper, Elizabeth threw a sponge across the room, narrowly missing her mother, who stepped through the back door at that moment. Elizabeth, what in the world is going on here? <laughs> oh, Mom, nothing's going on. I was cleaning the table and the sponge just... Just slipped out of my hand. <laughs> At a high velocity. Alice Wakefield, <laughs> Alice Wakefield lowered the two grocery bags she was carrying onto the counter and gave her daughter a knowing look. <sighs> Sorry, I'm yawning in the middle of... <clears throat> Are you bored by this drama? No, okay. I'm just... I've, this is like my... We're just sleepy. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's 11 p.m. on a Friday. Right? Yes. And I've got children, goddammit. I'm exhausted. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Something wrong, honey, isn't it? Do you want to talk about it? She walked over to Elizabeth and put her arm around her daughter's shoulder. Elizabeth suddenly wished she were five years old again. Then she could cry and pour out all her troubles to her mother, who would make everything right. But that was then. And this is now. God damn it, Chris, I saw you yawn. I did that when I was like in my 20s to my mom. Elizabeth shrugged off her mother's arm and walked over to pick up the sponge. Mom, nothing is wrong. Don't tell me nothing's wrong, Elizabeth. You're not acting like yourself at all. Now talk to me, please. I have to be the client, and I don't want to be late. Count to ten, Elizabeth told herself. Don't take your anger out on mom. Elizabeth, I'm waiting. And then she could hold back her tears any longer. Couldn't. Uh, yeah. And then she couldn't <laughs> hold back her tears any longer. Acting like myself. What's that, mom? Liz Wakefield is supposed to be good, sweet, kind, generous. <laughs> the tears were streaming down her face. Do you know what that adds up to, Mom? Boring, boring, boring. <laughs> Sometimes I get hurt. Sometimes I get angry. Honey! That's <laughs> <laughs> in the fucking book! <laughs> Honey, it's all I right. I love how intense she is. I understand. 
Hey, is everybody in this family totally wacko? <laughs> oh, I oh no. Hi, is everybody in this family totally wacko? <laughs> Steve, I didn't <laughs> know you were home. Hi, Mom. Bye, Mom. He dropped a kiss somewhere in the vicinity of his mother's forehead on the way out the door. Steve, I haven't had a chance to talk to you. Now, where are you going? Oh, Mom. I'll just... You want yeah, me to just, finish yeah, off? Finish out? Out where? With whom? Jeez, privacy a dirty word around here? The district attorney upstairs <laughs> drove me up the wall with those kinds of questions. Fortunately, I was saved by the bell. The telephone bell. Sweet Jess is on the phone, gushing over some poor jerk named Todd. Ciao, you two! Steve was out the door before Elizabeth or her mother could say another word. Todd was on the phone with Jessica. Elizabeth couldn't stand it one more minute. With tears streaming down her face, she threw the sponge in the sink and charged up to her room, leaving her mother open-mouthed with surprise. I just realized who Steve sounds like. He sounds like the turtle from Finding Nemo. <laughs> oh, there you go. Nice. Yeah, that works. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Oh, Chapter shit. the fourth. <laughs> Elizabeth's problems buzzed in her head. Like bees. <laughs> bees. That sentence came to the writer in the shower. They were like, oh shit, like bees. I gotta write this down. Like bees. Sitting in the Oracle office, she didn't know what to do first. She hadn't written a word for her eyes and ears column yet. And she still hadn't thought of a topic for her history paper. And then there was Stephen. Handsome, big brother Stephen. <laughs> Something was going on with him that wasn't quite right. It made her uneasy. <laughs> You're telling me. And she couldn't get over an even more alarming suspicion about her father and Miss West. The divorcee. <laughs> she had seen Mariana recently driving by with her father. She was a very beautiful woman. And she and her father had been so wrapped up in each other they hadn't even noticed Elizabeth. Even though she wanted to ignore it, Elizabeth smelled smoke. Did that mean there was fire? <laughs> She sighed. She didn't seem to have any answers lately. She looked down at her writing pad, which was absolutely blank, except for the name Todd Wilkins scribbled across the top in large, dark letters. She knew it was hopeless to try to work when all she really wanted to do was lose herself in her special daydream. <laughs> That's the one with my brother, too. <laughs> we won't go into the details of that special daydream, but just know it was special. It was always the same funny little dream. Never mind, we will go into it. <laughs> it was always the same, the same funny little dream. But it made her feel so warm and good. They were sitting together, she and Todd, in the lunchroom at noon. It was jammed. And she was chattering. <laughs> she was chattering on with Enid or some other friend when she became aware of Todd's hand affectionately caressing her hair. She turned to smile at him, and he pulled her close and kissed her gently on the breast. <laughs> I mean forehead. That was it. Nothing more. But it was done right but it was done right out there where everyone could see. 
Right on the breast. The most <laughs> natural thing in the world. Todd loving her, kissing her tit. Anyone loving her. Right in front of in front of everyone, in front of the whole school and God. The day the daydream was like a favorite film. Elizabeth played over and over again with herself and never got tired of watching. That's what she was doing when Kara Walker burst noisily into the Oracle office, shattering the dream and bringing her back to her terrible reality. All right, what's Kara Walker sound like? What are your thoughts? No, no idea. I think you're gonna have to read right. at least a little bit just, of her dialogue. Just workshop first. it. Workshop. I'm gonna. I'm gonna workshop it, and you know, I'm gonna. We'll, we'll find. I'm gonna voice. do the first thing that comes to my mind. Liz! Kara gushed <laughs> breathlessly. <laughs> I've got a great idea for an item. <laughs> uh, the only other voice we do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Brewer. Mr. Brewer. <laughs> Good, Kara. What is it? Well, do you know who writes the... Uh... <laughs> do you know who writes the eyes and ears column? That's a secret, Kara. Nobody knows that except Mr. Collins. Okay, well, would you pass it on to him? The hottest new couple in the... Whole school is your very own sister, Jessica. Jessica? Elizabeth asks, surprised. Yes! Now, I'm not a columnist, Kara gushed. But the item could say something like, The hottest new couple at Sweet Valley High is the co-captain of the cheerleaders and the captain of the basketball team. What? You sound like the fucking, like, the inspector from Clockwork Orange who comes to Alex's house. (laughs) Very nasty business, you know. Like that whole, like... (laughs) Up to no good, yes. Oh, I see, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. See, the one both character captains. no one Car- references from that movie. <laughs> right. Well, it's being done now. See, they're both captains, Kara giggled. That's why it's so neat. Who told you about them? Elizabeth asked, her heart thumping. It's all over school, Liz. Everybody's talking about it. They were driving around the other day in your mom's red convertible. Oh. They were even seen up at Miller's Point, Kara continued, <gasps> and you know what goes on up there. Fuck Isn't him. it too much? She sighed. Elizabeth didn't even remember Kara. Wait, Elizabeth didn't even remember Kara running out. What? She didn't re- like. It's like Saving Private Ryan, where like all the noise goes out, and Elizabeth's just like, oh, <laughs> she ran out. Of, she ran out of the room. She sees a panzer yeah, coming like, straight ran at her. Out and of she the just room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's the same thing. Yeah, that's normal. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I have an idea. Go, go. Yeah. She felt totally destroyed. Todd and Jessica. Why did it have to be Jessica? Well, why not? She heard herself saying aloud. That's a little creepy girl. It was perfectly Ah! natural that Todd would like a terrific girl like her sister. Why shouldn't he? What? She's horrible. What are you talking about? Jessica was about the prettiest, most popular girl at Sweet Valley High. And then a new sinking realization shot through her heart like an arrow. 
Todd must have thought he was smiling at Jessica in the cafeteria the other day. She had built a fantasy out of her own desires about his feelings. I mean, that is true. They did just look at each other, but, you know. Yeah, that is fair. Well, at least that was clear now. Todd was interested in Jessica. Jessica knew it. And as Kara had just said, the whole school knew it. Now at least she was sure what to write for the eyes and ears column. Elizabeth began typing it out, hardly noticing the tears that fell onto her typewriter keys. Typewriter. What if, her, what, what, if what she's writing for the eyes and ears column it's is a suicide note? 1983. She's like, I'll just die. <laughs> yeah. Clack, 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 clack. Elizabeth Walker is dead. What's her name? Wakefield. Wakefield. <laughs> sorry, we are sorry for the error. We meant to write Elizabeth Wakefield, not Walker. <laughs> Oops. The, the Oracle apologizes for the error. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! What if though? What if, what if Todd really likes Elizabeth? He does. Oh, don't it, worry, it... guys. Things are gonna be just fine. Don't spoil it. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Diamond. Spoiler alert. Because <laughs> they look the same. I'm just saying. Is that is that what happens? Is what what happens? That he really likes Elizabeth. But isn't that clear already from the book that we've read so far? No, I'm, on, I'm just along for the ride. I don't know what's going to happen. I keep waiting for tennis I'm to get involved. I'm saying that he does. I know. Now I'm like, is he tennis co- involved? Did I mis- <laughs> misremember? Uh, yeah, they're I'm sure these California bitches play yeah. tennis at some point. Yeah, <laughs> we're 41 pages in, and you're fucking not right about this tennis love, bullshit. Right? There's just they love. mentioned tennis once. Did they? Yeah, she, when Jessica was trying to get her hot brother to date her friend Carol Walker... <laughs> She said Kara plays tennis. Oh, that's who she was trying to get her to date? Yeah. Kara Walker, who talks like this? <laughs> yes. She's yeah. very mature. That's the one. Oh, I can't, I can't wait until her brother's I'm sad I don't that have that character on my page. <laughs> All right. But as we continue. Yes. No, she told herself sternly. <laughs> I won't be like this. I won't think about him anymore. Todd likes Jessica, and Jessica likes Todd. And that's that. She looked at what she had written. A certain tall, good-looking basketball player will be scoring high points off the court when he escorts a certain blonde beauty who is co-captain of the cheerleading squad to the upcoming Phi Epsilon Pi Beta Alpha dance, which is a thing that is real. Wait, so now it's no longer just the Phil Epsilon dance? It's now it's the Phil Epsilon Pi Beta Alpha dance? Co-sponsored by... Yep. Sponsored by Taco Bell. <laughs> it's a joint effort. Yes, yeah. Elizabeth told herself, they're perfect for each other. I wish them the very best. I really do. She insisted as she folded her head in her arms and sobbed. Jesus Christ. Elizabeth, what is it? She hadn't heard Mr. Collins walk in, yet there he was, looking at her with concern, while tears slid down her face. As usual, he knew what to do. Without another word, he held out a crisp white handkerchief. It was actually made out of paper. That's how crisp it was. A napkin from Taco Bell. (laughs) Yeah. It was a napkin from Taco Bell, who sponsored this podcast. (laughs) Ah. Elizabeth dabbed at her face with the napkin from Taco Bell, pulling herself together. 
She smiled weakly at the Oracle's good-looking advisor and Is thanked he? him for his handkerchief from Taco Bell. If you don't need it back right away, I'll launder it for you tonight. These things are actually reusable if you take care of them, she <laughs> offered. <laughs> Mr. Collins smiled. I think I can manage without it. I can just go to Taco Bell again and get more, he answered. <laughs> then he asked gently, need to talk? She did need to talk, and there weren't many people she trusted and respected more than Mr. Collins, as, appropriate, as inappropriate as that relationship was. She told him about her feelings for Todd and how he seemed to be interested in Jessica. I'm so down. I know how you must feel. Roger Collins sighed sympathetically, (laughs) pushing back a stray lock of strawberry blonde hair. But I've always found hard work to be the best painkiller. Come on. Let's see your columns. It'll take your mind off you other things. <laughs> Elizabeth handed him her eyes and ears column. Okay. Over. Here's this week's scoop, she said. But before Mr. Collins had a chance to look at it, John Pfeiffer, that piece of shit, the sports editor of the article, came in, worked up. Hey, Mr. Collins, he said, I'm the biggest idiot in the world, and I've got the sports pages all laid out, and I can't find the picture of Todd Wilkins. At the mention of his name, Elizabeth grabbed her things and dashed from the office. She didn't run far enough, though, because all of a sudden, there he was, in the flesh, in the corridor, and with Jessica. No, really, Todd, Jessica was saying, don't laugh, it's not funny. Really, I am I really am one of the most unpopular girls in school. Everyone else has a date for the dance. Really, everyone, every single girl I know, everyone but me. Elizabeth made an about face and walked quickly the other way, but Todd had seen her. I was! What trash! She didn't answer. She kept moving. She had to get away. My sister... Jessica sighed and took Todd's arm, always in a hurry, always brushing off to meet some guy. Where's she off to today? Asked Todd. <laughs> I was going up to the Oracle office to apologize in person. Hey, Jess, you explained about the other day, didn't you? Oh, Todd, Liz is always ten steps ahead of me. I never know if she hears the word I'm saying. I wonder who the lucky guy is today. She's such a fucking skank. Probably her date. (laughs) Probably her date for the frat dance. For the what? Said Todd. The frat dance? You know, the one your fraternity is holding with my sorority? (laughs) Are you going? Gee, I don't know, said Todd. Are you? That's what I was telling you, don't you remember? You thought it was so funny that Jessica Wakefield is really a poor, lonely, miserable, manipulative, gaslighting piece of shit? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, I remember, Todd said, but are you sure Liz has a date for the dance? If it had been anyone else, Jessica would have blown up by now. But Todd Wilkins was so cute. She controlled herself and tried again. 
Todd, I told you I cannot keep up with her. So it looks like you and I are in the same boat. The only ones. <laughs> hmm, Todd said, scratching his balls. Really getting her message for the first time. <laughs> so you don't have a date. And I don't have a date. <laughs> yes, and Jessica smiled coaxingly. But suddenly Todd looked over his shoulder as though he were searching for someone down the hall. Uh, Jess, listen. Don't worry about the dance. I'm sure a million guys are dying to ask you. Don't get uptight about it. I'm not. There's still plenty of time. Anyway, I gotta go. See you around. Should I just finish this page? Uh, yeah. Todd was gone before Jessica could recover. I don't believe that guy, she screamed to herself. If she had been home, she probably would have kicked a pillow across the room. Maybe even <laughs> cursed a little. But here in school... So kicked a pillow and gone like, fuck! <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck you, Todd! <laughs> fucking <laughs> But here in school, she couldn't exactly make a scene. Just be manipulative and lie to everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jessica felt a tiny twinge of panic. Why was Todd ignoring her? Had something happened to the Wakefield magic? Impossible, she told herself. She was still the most fantastic, ugly, fat, piece of shit girl in school. <laughs> Don't forget the chicken legs. Chicken leg, bumpy knee girl in school. So why didn't Todd know it? Tears of angry frustration filled her eyes. She decided she would walk home from school. Whenever she was out walking, she never failed to attract a good deal of attention from passing cars. Jessica Jesus. was one of those girls. <laughs> the more the better, she thought, Lord. swinging her hips a little as she set off. This yeah. I have a lot of issues with how this, this book is like, I'm like, so here's some fun stuff. <laughs> of like, hey ladies. Here's how you should be thinking. You're either like a manipulative lying bitch or a total fucking nerd who can't yeah. like talk to people. You're like a you're you're a self-conscious like anxiety-ridden wreck or you're uh yeah, like a gaslighting manipulative like gonna go get catcalled by passing cars on purpose crazy person. Yes. Cool. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> well, Gotta love those Sweet Valley Twins. <laughs> Chapter 5. <clears throat> you are... Uh, are all these pages exactly like 8 or something? Are all the chapters exactly a certain amount of pages? You start every new chapter, I feel like. Do I? I don't know. Probably. I feel like it's been most of them. I mean, I feel like these books probably planned it on I purpose. I haven't started piece any of shit. All, all of the, <laughs> <laughs> all of these like tween books, Goosebumps, Babysitters Club, Animorphs, this, they all have the same like chapter amount and like page count. I just like I it's feel all like it's... almost. Ex They're all written that, with a Mad Libs template. <laughs> <laughs> well i don't i for real they must I, all be 10 pages long or something because i swear to god every time you start a, the chapter yeah i i feel like they definitely uh, but for real though like with these with the books targeted to this demographic i feel like there's definitely a mandate from the, the publisher to be like 
All right, make it 150 pages, make it 15 chapters. Make all chapters about the same amount of pages. Like, I'm sure. That's it's just been so consistent. It's crazy. Yeah, there's definitely a formula at play. We trapped multiple teenagers in a room and forced them to read a certain amount <laughs> of pages. We know scientifically the exact amount of pages that yeah. entices them. <laughs> nothing more, nothing less. Exactly. It's exactly how we keep their attention, keep them off the streets from doing drugs. Oops, didn't work. <clears throat> Chapter five. Uh, who is saying this? Ooh, a new character. Mrs. Reagan has dictated that we do our part. We write these books in such a way. <laughs> okay, this is a new character. New character alert. And it's starting off with a, with a quote, so you don't even know who it is yet. Pardon me, heaven. Which way to Mars? What? Heaven? Yeah. Pardon me, heaven. Which way to Mars? What does that even mean? John's never called you heaven before? Pardon me, I'm so sorry, Becca. Which way to Mars? Because heaven is, you know, in outer space. In this, yeah, in this little, it's right up there. It's up there. It's up there. Okay. He's covering both bases: Mercury, Venus, Earth, heaven, Mars. Yeah, everyone knows that phrase. My mother, my very educated mother, made pies. I don't know how it goes. Made pies. Made pies. Pies. Is in there. Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> pies is not in there. It is in there. What are you talking about? Pizza pies. Right? My very okay. There's not two peas. It's just one yeah. pea. Yeah, what are two my peas? Very, my very educated mother. Mother just served us nine pizzas. Nine pizza pies. What is the second pea planet? That's a great question that I asked myself every time someone said that when I was a child. What the fuck is... All right, just read the book. Also, when has anyone ever called it a pizza pie in real life out loud with their it's dumb fucking mouths? It's not pizza pie. I know, but... but growing up, people are always like, pizza pie in print. All right, that's a different subject entirely. I have as a joke. That and the Ninja like Turtles. I walked into a room and say, hey, who ordered these five pies? But, like, uh, never seriously. That doesn't help me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. I'm going to start this over. Pardon me, heaven. Which way to Mars? What? Jessica stared in astonishment at the boy leaning out the open window of the (laughs) jacked-up Camaro. (laughs) (laughs) She recognized him as Rick Andover, the most outrageous guy at Sweet Valley High, until he dropped out six months ago. Fuck. Jessica found it hard to believe he was only 17. He looked older than most guys their age. Jessica. Oh, shit. Unbeknownst to him, he had to repeat three <laughs> He had the ice-cool handsomeness of a junior Clint Eastwood and a hint of danger lurking in his sultry dark eyes. They say he killed a man last summer. <laughs> one elbow one elbow was hooked casually over the door. Jessica stared in fascination at the eagle emblem tattooed against the densely packed muscles on his forearm. Okay, I picked the wrong voice. I picked the wrong voice for this character. It lay right against the tattoo of the Tasmanian devil, as was the fashion. <laughs> he had a rolled up pack of cigarettes in his shirt sleeve. He's his hit her 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 what? Her stomach executed a slow somersault. Ew. Is what she said. She'd never 
been this close to Rick before. What are you staring at? She finally asked, unnerved by the way his arrogant gaze raked over her. One corner of his mouth turned up in a slow, sexy smile. And I'm going to change the voice based on that description. You, he answered. I'm driving you home. That is, unless your mommy <laughs> warned you never to take rides with strangers. Oh, God. So this guy sounds like he's, you know, right up Jessica's alley because he's also, like, being a total weirdo dick. He's like, hey, total... I'm, I'm going to catcall you. Now get in my car unless your mommy warned you. That's a real bad yeah. idea. <laughs> Yaza yaza hubba hubba, little mama wanna ride in my Camaro. It's a shame that I don't do voices because this whole page is dialogue. Oh, it's a real shame because you know what? You really should just start doing that right now I'm just not going to, though. Uh, Everyone, let's get back into voices. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Jessica's eyes narrowed. Mr. Big Shot Andover didn't know who he was talking to. I do as I please, she said, hesitating only a split second before she jumped into his car. Oh, Jessica. (laughs) I do as I please, which is exactly what you told me to do. (laughs) I'm in for a lot of trouble, Rick grinned at her as they squealed away from the curb, shooting ahead of an elderly Pontiac, which had to slam on its brakes to keep from running into them. I like to think it's a Pontiac full of two old people. (laughs) Elderly Pontiac. Yeah, some elderly people. My heavens! (laughs) Martha! Why is that? Jessica asked, a thrill that was half- Fear, half-excitement, racing up her backbone. She'd heard a number of stories about Rick and the fast-lane life he led. (laughs) He ran around with an older crowd and always had a lot of money in his pocket, even though it didn't look as if he had a job. None of you have jobs, and you uh, all have fucking God. privilege. But that's such awful. like a high school girl like perspective of like, wow. He has a job at 7-Eleven. He's a man. Like, wow. <laughs> he sells cocaine on the side. Wow. He can, he can provide for me. He spent most of his time either working on his Camaro or cruising around in it, usually with a gorgeous girl at his side. Jessica squirmed with pleasure at having been selected as Rick's companion for the afternoon. Because my mother told me never to ride with strange young girls, that's why, said Rick. How do I know you won't try to take advantage of my innocence? <laughs> Gross. Jessica giggled. She found Rick's sense of humor wickedly fascinating, like everything else about him. Don't worry, she replied, arching an eyebrow. I'm fighting off the urge to attack you. He shot her a look full of unmistakable meaning. Just as long as you don't fight too hard. Uh, I'm not used to taking uh, no for an answer. No, 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 no. Shut it down. I was just going to yell statutory, but they're both underage. They're right. It doesn't matter. That's not okay at any age to say. Yeah, I don't think it's like, yeah, it's like when we're reading these books and we're like, dated concepts. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, this was the 80s. It was fine then. Right, yeah. <laughs> nope, it was Obviously. never fine. Yeah. Everyone was cool with it, especially the women. Nope. She was asking for it. Neither was Jessica, for that matter. At that moment, she was reminded of Todd's indifference, which triggered a spurt of angry rebellion in her. She didn't resist as Rick's arm snaked around the back of the seat. His fingers squeezing her shoulder. Ooh. The sexiest of organs. <laughs> she so wished Todd like could see her, her now. Maybe he would even be jealous. 
I'll pick you up at eight, Rick told her as they were driving, as they were cruising down Calico Drive. (laughs) 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 Which I don't know why that's funny. As they were cruising down Calico Drive, dodging all the cats. (laughs) What? He grinned. Tomorrow at eight. We've got a date, Heaven. But you never even asked me, she complained. I told you. I'm used to getting, not asking. Uh, Are you saying no? He challenged, as if the thought were unheard of. No, she frowned slightly, biting her lip. It's just that I'm not sure my parents... Mommy and Daddy wouldn't like the idea of their little red riding hood going out with the big bad wolf. He supplied, sneering. What do you want? He was looking at her in a way that made her skin tingle. Among His other heavy things. lidded <laughs> eyes held a hypnotic hint of the excited uh, the excitement to come if she decided to go out with him. Jessica found it. His heavy lidded hot adult eyes. He's like, uh, <laughs> hey. He is so sleepy and dreamy. <laughs> Jessica found it irresistible. Did you say eight? Yeah. He gave her shoulder a harder squeeze. Ow. The sexiest of organs. The shoulder. (laughs) Don't be late. We've got some serious boogieing to do. Boogieing? And hey. Is that what they call it? Forget about the folks. They don't even have to know you're out with me. Where should I meet you? She asked. Boogie. Can Boogie. I replace his his dialogue with like Jabba the Hutt speak? Would that be okay? <laughs> Do whatever you want, Ned. Iwaka, he answered, <laughs> jerking to a noisy stop just around the corner from her house. <laughs> she stared at him. How did you know? Iwaka Jessica Wakefield, Duga. Imaka Dugaga, Sweet Valley Live. Jessica felt herself grow warm all over. <laughs> it, was, it was good to know she wasn't invisible to every boy in town. Maybe Rick wasn't Todd, but he wasn't exactly a clown like Winston Egbert either. In Winston fact, Egbert? Just... Hold on. We need to talk for a minute about the name Winston Egbert. <laughs> yeah. Classic nerd name. Egbert. That is just too much. Oh, it's so fuck. on the nose. I yeah, can. Pretty, oh yeah. God, I can see him. <sighs> They're like Winston's not in this scene. You just need to know he's a fucking nerd. Yeah, his what name we... is Nerdy Nerdington. I... Yeah, nerd, nerd. Let's see, nerd lingers too on the nose. What else can I think of? Egbert <laughs> <laughs> from the Egberts. <laughs> oh, the Sweet Valley Egberts. <laughs> yeah. In fact, Rick Andover might just turn out to be fun. Before she could get out of the car, Rick pulled her close, giving her a light, teasing kiss on the mouth that promised more than it delivered. Jesus. He smelled sexy, but in a strange way, like leather (laughs) and gasoline. He kissed her on the mouth? Yeah. Yeah. He smelled like leather and gasoline. And now she's got it, too. She's got it. Yeah. Where are we going tomorrow, she asked as she was climbing out. He winked suggestively. <laughs> he gunned that engine, drowning out any protest he might have said. <laughs> Heaven. 
The Camaro shot away from the curb, swerved in front of a bus, and ducked back into traffic just in time to miss a red Fiat coming up Calico Drive. Because you know what's awesome is I can do I can do that and you don't miss anything from the plot. How do you do that so effortlessly? Oh God! Fuck. Jessica. Shud- <laughs> oh my God. <coughs> Jessica shuddered. It was her mother. The Fiat pulled over, and Alice Wakefield waved at Jessica. Jessica, hi! Come on, I'll give you a lift. Jessica climbed in, her pulse still racing from her encounter with Rick. <laughs> the hut. <laughs> Rick the oh hut. my God. <laughs> I want that guy to come back. <laughs> Holy shit, so do I. I want him to be on every I page. hope he only comes back on your page. Every other time we do this book and that character shows up. Oh god, I'm fucking dying. Uh, oh, I haven't laughed like that in a while. <laughs> Good. Oh, uh, I'm crying. Oh, <laughs> Me too. Oh shit. Alright. Yeah. Did you try to see follow the that boy? Yeah. What? I said try to follow that. I know. I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna deliver, but I'll do my best. <laughs> Did you see the boy driving that silver Camaro? Her mother fumed. He almost ran into me. Uh, no, I didn't see. Jessica stammered. It was that wild Rick Andover. I'm sure of it. Everybody knows who he is. Even your mother knows Rick Andover. (laughs) I know all the high school boys. Don't ask me why. (laughs) That tongue. Have you seen him eat a frog? (laughs) He hangs around with that ugly, salacious crumb. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica bit her lip and said nothing. That kid is headed straight for trouble. For Trouble Town, population Rick Andover. Miss Wakefield pronounced with unusual vehemence, her expression darkening. Jessica was surprised to see her mother so uptight. She was usually pretty calm about things. Come to think of it, she had been uncharacteristically tense for the past week or so. Could it have something to do with the fact that both she and Dad had been working so hard lately and spending so little time with each other? But Dad had Mariana West to keep him company during those late nights at the office. Mariana West was beautiful, divorced, and most of all available. And, you know, like any young girl thinks about her own father, why wouldn't he just fuck the lady that he works with? Because that's a natural, like, thought progression, right? Yeah, obviously. (laughs) Clearly. Was Daddy going to have another one of his affairs? (laughs) (laughs) Jessica's thoughts whirled in in panicked confusion. Poor Mom. Did she suspect as well? Clearly, this is exactly what was happening. Um, You look pretty dressed up for someone who's just going over to the library to do some studying, remarked Elizabeth as she observed her sister's elaborate preparations in front of the mirror. Come to think of it, Jessica had seemed strangely secretive throughout dinner, Elizabeth thought, as if she had something up her sleeve. Her tuxedo shirt sleeve. (laughs) Jessica, (laughs) call back. (laughs) 
Jessica finished applying her lipstick, then stood back to examine herself in the mirror. Finally, she turned to Elizabeth and gave her a sly smile, her aquamarine eyes sparkling (laughs) with mischief. The truth is, I'm not going to the library, she confessed in a low in a low voice. Oops. <clears throat> the truth is, I'm not going to the library, she confessed in a low voice. But if you tell mom, I'll boil you into oil. I'll boil you into oil. Boil you into oil. You know how, you know, that's the thing that everyone says. I'll boil you into oil. Well, I mean, Elizabeth's always talking about dying. Jessica's just going along that's true. with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In oil, not into where are you going, Jess? I have a date. Jessica went back to admiring her reflection. Do you think that red blouse would look better with this skirt or my new yellow t-shirt? Jess, stop changing the subject. Elizabeth practically screamed at her. Who are you going out with? <laughs> Borrowing Rick's phrase, she answered coyly, no jabba do baba. <laughs> Elizabeth frowned. <laughs> She had, a, she had a sick suspicion who Jessica was going out with, but it didn't make sense. Why should she have to sneak out to go on a date with Todd? Knowing her sister, it was just one of the many detours Jessica took off the straight and narrow in order to spice up her life. Jesus. She stood Little did she know, the Spice bubbling. Girls would be sweeping the nation. <laughs> surely spice up her life in just a few short years. <laughs> she stared at Jessica, who was bubbling over with excitement, and her heart sank. She was certain Jessica was going out with Todd. Dun dun Sorry, that was the end. That was the end. That was the end of this episode. So, I kind of assumed that these books wouldn't be too meaty or mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. They'd be pretty silly. But, but literally you nothing has happened. It's been the same conversation over and over and over and yeah. over yeah. the entire fucking time. Literally nothing has happened. Yes. I mean, Jessica stole a car. <laughs> what? Her mom's car She's briefly? Stole her mom's car. Barely, and that was on like page four. Um, nothing has happened. Did you remember the sexual tension between the brother and the sisters? <laughs> what you're what you're reading uh, here is the uh, is the stream of consciousness of a woman who regretted her teenage years. <laughs> She's like, I should have gotten the car with Rick. Yeah, that man who oh was God. sexually harassing me. He would have kissed me gently on the lips. I know he would have, and he, he would have not have taken his my shoulder an multiple times. Uh, yeah, so okay. So, so uh, these episodes don't normally have like a winner, but the person that won this episode is Ned. Yeah, a hundred percent. The whole uh, I'm just gonna decide this person sounds like Jabba the Hutt. Well, first... and I was waiting for you to do like a whole like Ernon Jinjin Solo. <laughs> I like that. First, yeah, he decided he was like, that he was like, Elizabeth Jessica sounded like Wakefield. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Chris, Chris, first, oh he, my God. he won for a couple reasons. First, he decided that Elizabeth sounds like Batman, which is stuck. <laughs> yes. As I wrote in my notes under voices. Here's what I wrote. Voices, Jessica, typical basic bitch, Elizabeth, Batman, question mark, and then 
Batman exclamation point <laughs> because I wasn't sure if we were going to stick with Batman but then we did and then because well, I then... think Ned uh, read on Fear Street uh, was it Fear Street where, 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 where we had uh, the Batman voice pretty heavily the Batman voice of the boyfriend to be fair it's a it's a it's a reliable voice that I go to for like my kids stuffed animals when they want to play <laughs> oh my gosh you guys should be well, here yeah. for like the backstories our stuffed animals have like most like... of them are <laughs> most of them are grizzled detectives who like are like ooh that's awesome you know, I would love to, away, to hear that. Can you please record in. it next time? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like, have some, some recordings of that on my shit. phone. I'll, I'll try to see if I can find some on my on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. We we do. I mean, we do have base. We have like a pretty shallow pool of voices that we go to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Batman's like already one of them. <laughs> now we also have Jabba the Hutt. I've got basic bitch Batman. <laughs> I definitely like that um, you went for the job of the hut for the basically like date rapist like high school dropout. Yeah, that was a, that yeah. he should just not have words. We yeah. should take his words away. That was kind of my <laughs> yes. that's a that's, that's a Perfect. good call. That's a good call. All right, so so first third of the first Sweet Valley High book thoughts. Who wants to go first? I already gave my. You gave your thoughts. Chris? People let their children read this. Yeah, I was gonna say I am extremely, <laughs> yeah. I am extremely disappointed in all the female characters in this book. <laughs> You're better off reading shit with elves. I definitely, and I definitely remember resonating with Elizabeth more. I definitely remember being like Jessica's annoying. She's like always causing trouble. I honestly think anyone who's not a sociopath would yeah. resonate more with Elizabeth. Like, I didn't re- yeah. remember it being that bad, but I definitely remember being yeah. more of an Elizabeth fan. But I'm also like, girl, like, the the way, like, the, the series starts out where they're like, let's just fucking, like, neg each other and be like, we're so ugly. But actually, <laughs> we're two beautiful blonde twins in California. And, like, oh, my God, our yeah, lives are rich. so hard. <laughs> We're pledging a I remember in Jessica high being really vapid, but I don't remember her being like a straight up like manipulative. gaslighting, manipulative, yeah. conniving, horrible person. Like I feel like I always went based on what the cover art was on the books. So I feel like a lot of the books I read were definitely mystery ones. Like I remember the cover, the one I remember the most vividly. There's like a castle on a cliff in the background and like waves crashing Ooh. up on the, the cliffside. Yeah. And like this like glowing that. red necklace. And I was fuck? like, yeah, that's what the one the I want to read. So like there's definitely ones that are more like mystery, like involved. Yeah. Like there's something afoot and not like, oh, we're just like some bitches at high school being bitchy sisters <laughs> to each other. So, yeah, I'd like to think that it gets better. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's why I blocked it out. (laughs) My favorite part of this book so far was like the one moment where Elizabeth was like, "Uh, you got in a car with Todd. And then Jessica was like, well, I saw you. You do this. I saw you do this. You did this. And she was like, that wasn't me. She's like, oh, well, I thought it was you. Yeah. Like, like, that's all, like, that's all she, I know about Jessica's grapes. character to be like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, I was going to say, as <laughs> she was like, 
as she was like, I'm eating grapes in the refrigerator. Let's make sure we're describing the fact that I'm eating grapes straight out of the refrigerator. Why did that happen? Oh, my God. I'm like, that's a more accurate sibling portrayal that one of you has the fridge open is like straight up eating like cheese slices out of the fridge while you're talking to the other one. Yeah. He was like, what do you want with this? You want some of this too? That's very... You're right. Jessica was on her like craft slice. Yeah. Like, just, it's accurate, but it's not interesting. So, yeah. why would you write it down? I'm just thinking of, like, the time that me and my brother stood there while, like, our friend Patrick ate an entire jar of pickles in front of us. Like, we just talked while he stood in the kitchen and ate pickles for long enough that we were like, there's no pickles left in the jar. You just ate a jar. Of pic- <laughs> you just ate a jar of pickles, like, a whole jar. That's, that's just when what, you drank the juice. That's what you did before the internet existed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ate what was in the. See, fridge. like my older sibling would be like, "Hey, Dad bought grapes. Let's sit on the couch and eat all of them, so he can yell at us later." <laughs> Where are my grapes? When, 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 when we're both on both toilets. What? <laughs> Regretting our decision. I don't understand this plan at all. It Did grapes bad. make you poop? If you eat. A lot of grapes. It's it's a bad day. Mm. Really? Is it like if you drink too much orange juice, you have diarrhea? Is that a thing? Yeah. Too much vitamin C uh, gives you diarrhea. Okay. I've never heard I of that. I feel like too much of anything is never it. good. Let's just go with that. <laughs> That's too the much, moral of the podcast. If you eat too much chicken, you'll die. And too much of well, people like, uh, is never good. Back That's in the why day there should with, never uh, be twins. <laughs> back in the day. Other than you, late. Becca, you're, you're one of the good ones. You're the good one. <laughs> We're fraternal. It's okay. You're We're fraternal. Only one of us is blonde and she dyes her hair now. It's it's pretty much brown. We're in, we're in so the clear. We're, good. we're in the clear. <laughs> All right. Well, this was... We're safe. Uh, I had a blast. Um, I can't wait to read the rest of this. Thank you guys so much for... Uh, jumping on this call with us and helping us jump into Sweet Valley High during quarantine, and uh, and I'm like I'm very much looking forward to one day when this is over and then we can do this shit in person again. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Us too. Um, so before we go, uh, we we have some random shit to plug. Is there anything that you guys uh, have that you want people to know about, or are you uh, I know, I know, Kata does. Want other people to know. Um, yeah, I made, I made a really good uh, creme brulee the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, oh shit! That's <laughs> I have a pint of heavy cream in the fridge that. Um, just keep an eye out. I think I'm gonna come up with something <laughs> yeah. cool that's gonna go out. Cool. Um, I don't want to say <laughs> too much right now because yeah. it might, uh, you know. It's still in the works, so I don't want to. I don't want to jinx yeah. anything. But All right, everyone you stay are a tuned. fucking everyone, all... treasure. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what you are, Ned. Like you are a fucking treasure. He is. The creme brulee was for our anniversary, which was last week. Nine yeah. nine years. Aww. Happy anniversary! Nine years. Holy shit! Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy. It crazy. It crazy. Um, I'll go ahead and plug my Patreon because I feel like that's where I've been most active during all of this um, quarantine stuff. I've been trying to post more content there. So if you go to patreon.com slash katakane, K-A-T-A-K-A-N-E, 
I've got lots of fun uh, content there, and I've been working on a kind of like semi like autobio comic that I'm hoping to post soon. And you can uh, read my webcomic Alter Girl also there. Cool. Yep. Awesome. Chris. What? <laughs> <laughs> Plug? I don't know. Um, if you want to see pictures of my dog, you can follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Chris Z isn't funny. Because all I do is post pictures of my dog. Uh, but uh, if you want to hear me more, um, listen to The Sketchy Show, yeah. which is also under Cactus Rodeo. Um, it's on Spotify. It's on all the things. It's on all the things. Um, but that's, uh, I feel like that's my home, is uh, The Sketchy Show. If you want to hear more of me and John just being idiots and uh, just really having fun with ourselves and not caring if other people enjoy it <laughs> and then he edits it into something that's even better and we occasionally convince uh well honestly trick other people into uh joining us in that space where we just improvise something completely fucking stupid and then he edits it into something really fucking magical and uh so yeah, the sketchy show on uh, Spotify. If you just search the sketchy show, do that. Cool, Becca. Uh, you can find my other podcast, CD Reads, where me and my friend Kelly talk about romance novels. We haven't recorded anything new in a while, but maybe we'll change that. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? And uh, yeah, you can follow me on stuff at John Brack. Uh, and, uh, I've got comics. I'm, I'm trying to get back into making some comics. So I've got a lot of comics that you can read that exist <laughs> for the past million years. And, uh, yeah, just, just look up Cactus Rodeo, cactusrodeo.com look, and follow Cactus Rodeo on Facebook. Um, and that's the best way to <clears throat> keep up with all of the updates of, uh, my comics and all of our podcasts, the sketchy show, CD reads, this show below grade level and a movie club that we do sometimes when we feel like doing it and our uh, web series pop second theater which is currently ongoing production of season two um uh, we'll, i'll use the pandemic as an excuse for it being <laughs> delayed uh, we're still making it so it's fine just uh, go and look that up and that's it for me so thank you guys so much for being on the show with mm. us and we had a lot of fun and can't wait to do it again with you. Yeah. Everyone stay healthy. Be safe. Woo! Absolutely. Will do. I love you all. I love you. This has been a Cactus Rodeo production. <laughs> and to the listener, we love you. Bye. Bye.